The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Shit! Welcome back to We Watch the Movie. I'm Jay. I'm Mike. How you guys doing? You feeling good? Woo! It's a weird wait. place that we're in right now. Holy shit. Oh, man. It's like we're in a serial killer's basement. Mm-hmm. We're having a great time here. We are. Oh, I gotta press the... I already pressed it. It's, it's okay. Already he already pressed it. Technical difficulties already. <laughs> so this is our new show, guys. We hope you enjoy it. What we wanted to do was create a new environment where it just felt peaceful, nice, comfortable, a little 90s, a little horror. A little sexual. This is a whole new format for us. We're going to take everything Wham does and we're going to cram a lot of it into a three hour or so long show. However long this ends up being, I don't know. Hello. As you can see. God damn it. It's rolling around like a toilet on fire. Stop jiggling me. Oh, God damn, I hate your ass. We're sitting in a new environment. We're sitting in a new area. I'm sitting on a couch that smells like tetanus and herpes. Michael's sleeping pad. I knew you slept here. The dirty bastard. And it's going to be all here. It's going to be every single Monday you're going to get the same show. And then throughout the week we're going to take bits and pieces of it and disperse them out in clips. So if you just want your Halloween news, you just get your fucking Halloween news. If you just want your new week's movie reviews, you can just get those. If you just want to hear what we talked about that week, you can get that. If you just want unboxings, you can get that. But if you want it all in one big fat fucking format on the most depressing day of the week, you can have that. Let's toss some salad. Roses are red. Chocolates are brown. Death has come to your little town. <laughs> <laughs> Happy Valentine's Day, by the way. It's, that's late, but yeah, that's fine. it's Valentine's it Day is. for us. Lovers on a couch. It's all we are. We're from the past. Oh, stop it. Yeah. So every single week, uh, one of our top tier Patreons is going to be the sponsor for the show. And this week, it's our friend Batgirl, ah, Nicole. Nice. And that person's going to be able to pick one of the movie reviews we do. When we get to it, we're going to be reviewing a movie called American Mary for Nicole. And it's just a way of saying thank you to our Patreons because you guys are fucking rad as shit. And we're going to incorporate you guys in the show more and more every week as we go along. Let's get dangerous with it. Come on. Bring that first one up. Bring that fucking clipboard up. Magic, magic. Here we go. All right. What are we going to talk about first? Sphincter says what? Mm -hmm. All right. Well, the number one thing we're going to go with, of course, is Halloween news. So somebody asked Jason Blum uh, while he was on the press tour for Fantasy Island. Was he doing that? Blum Darkly. I don't know. Maybe he was just on vacation. Maybe he was just on Fantasy Island. Wishing he had a better movie that came out. <laughs> Dreams do come true. But what, what was it that he did say? He said... He said it's a big-ass oil painting. Yeah, he's like, it's a big canvas in this movie. There's a lot of stuff happening. It's a huge, big, fat 
fucking can't. I feel like he was just saying that because he was just he was like he's like, hey, is the movie like long? He's pretty long, man. You're like, what? <laughs> what? Are you saying it's like Lord of the Rings extended trilogy long, or is it like George Lucas special edition Star Wars long? Like, what are we talking? He's like, it's an oil painting. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, there was news earlier in the week with a, a James Jude Courtney interview that happened that we already covered. That's already in our past videos. If you guys want to check that out, not a whole lot on the Halloween front this week, but there was big. I don't. Can you say big? Not no. For what? Friday the Thirteenth. Ah uh, well, fucking I mean, hot box of shit. Knows a lot. Jason still sucks at the Lake of Crystals. And your best friend is fucked. What this was, and Larry Zerner is a guy, he played Shelly in Friday the 13th, part three, 3D. He was the one that actually ended up giving Jason his mask. And on his Twitter, uh, it's a great Twitter follow, I'll put his Twitter handle down here. He broke down the entire thing of what happened in the latest oral arguments. Mm -hmm. Oral. <laughs> Zerner feels like it's going to probably go back to Miller. Like Miller's probably, it's gonna be upheld that what the court originally decided back in 2018 was that he had the rights to it that he's probably gonna get it. And this new oral arguments that, that we were hoping was gonna figure something out, what they're trying to say is that, no, wait, he was a member of the Writers Guild of America, which is like a union, and if he's getting union stuff, then that means he's an employee. In his opinion, the judges didn't look like they were buying her argument at all whatsoever. But we don't know, because that doesn't really tell you anything. The judges can look like they're gonna screw you right up the butt, and then in the end, end up awarding it to you. So we don't know what's gonna happen. But the bad news about that whole thing is, is what they want is to put what uh, Cunningham wants is for this to go back to the last courtroom it was in. And if they grant them that, that fucking sucks. Well, yeah. And then the other thing that could fucking sucks is, could suck is if this doesn't pan out here and we don't get it figured out here, then that someone could, whoever loses the case, could push it to the Supreme Court, uh, which would push push even further. But what Zerner's saying is he doesn't even think that they'd accept the case. Right. So, we'll so I mean, and, and again, he, Miller's probably going to get it. Like, I mean, they're going to uphold what the court said back in 2018. There's most likely that's going to happen. But but it's not like all doom and gloom and, and, and the poopy stains because at the same time, like, Miller has to work with Cunningham for this to be rebooted. All they're saying is that if Cunningham got the rights back to Jason, like the, the Friday the 13th, the original script, it would just shortcut a lot of this bullshit and make a Jason movie happen a lot sooner, which is awesome. But at the same time, Miller's not stupid. Miller will probably want to make money on the franchise, so he'll have to work with Cunningham to work with, you know, and again, like, you don't really have much with that script. I mean, you don't have, you have, like, the characters from the first one, you have little boy Jason, and that's all you got. Like, yeah. everything else after that, like, what made Jason iconic is all Cunningham and shit, so it's, you're not really, you're not going on much there. Yeah, I don't really know how all that stuff works out, how they're gonna splice that up if they do uphold the last court's ruling, like, who's gonna get what? I know they divvied it up, but it's still confusing. Like, are you, are you gonna make a Jason movie, uh, a Friday the 13th movie, and, and you can't call it Crystal Lake? Yeah, uh, he can't use the mask. He can call it Lake of Crystal. How the fuck are you going to do that? I don't know. But it all sucks, and they're busy kicking each other in the nuts while Halloween's out here doing awesome shit. Why don't they just call it the lake? They just say the call fucking lake to that one script. The first Friday the 13th, which had nothing to do with Backhead Jason. had nothing to do with the hockey mask. It did have the name Jason in it. But, I mean, at that point, like, honestly, if Cunningham wanted... I mean, it sucks, but if Cunningham wanted to move forward without, like, yeah. the rights and Miller didn't want to work with him, you, you could just make a serial killer movie called The Lake or, or Crystalline Lake or whatever you want to call it, and you don't even need to name him. But... You know what I mean? Because people, it's so iconic, Jason, like, being Jason. Okay, but that's the thing. If Miller gets the rights, he doesn't have rights to the mask. No, he doesn't. I know. That's why so, I'm like, but he But I, does he have rights to the name? Well, they mentioned Crystal Lake in the first one. And movie. Jason. And, and and Jason Voorhees. And Pamela Voorhees. Uh, but it's a hockey mask. And, like, technically, hockey masks are 
hockey masks. No, yeah. So, just change up the mask a little bit, maybe? Maybe well, he would, a goalie he, mask? The, the, literally, Miller would have no say on the mask at all. All Miller would have a say on, I'm assuming, because of the first script, is that the name Jason was used as a little boy Jason and Pamela Voorhees. And then anybody else as a counselor is... And the, the the general story, but that's all. Like everything else that came after that shit, when he got his mask, has nothing to do with Miller. Like zero to do with him. Yeah, that's that's weird so, to me. So you're fighting over a popcorn fart, there, sir. What they're saying about this case is that it sets a standard in Hollywood. Those rights are supposed to revert back to the person who who owned them or wrote the script or whatever, right? That's mm -hmm. the way the law is supposed to work. But it, as court cases do, they use one court case to to you know to uh, choose what they're going to do with other court cases. So I guess probably what Hollywood or a lot of people are saying to him is, look, if you lose this case, then that means everybody that says that they have rights is going to lose this case. So maybe he has pressure on him to actually win the case, even though they could just work together and figure this shit out. I don't know, man. It sucks. Yeah, it just it, it just makes the the Friday the Thirteenth fan, the Jason fans, wait a little longer for this bullshit to be sorted out. It's like, yeah. why can't you guys just be grown ups, suck each other's dicks, and get over with? It? I mean, I mean, what else? I mean, it doesn't really. I mean, it's a pissing contest. We both know Cunningham's got a bigger wiener, but nonetheless, at the same time, like, just give the guys money, settle out of court. Wait, I don't know that. Well, I mean, How do you know that. I mean, I How heard. You know? I saw some porn, but it, it was three nights in Paris. But but no, not spending your nights. Uh, yeah, porn sites. But just give him the money. I settle out of court and and forget about it. Like I don't think honestly, in, or and, and give him some money and then put on a, you know a title card based on the screenplay by his you know Miller or and whatever. Then give him a royalty every time they show his name. Yeah. Well, yeah, but not like that much. I don't know. Figure it the fuck out. It's not that hard to. Yeah, you can move on with that. It feels like this thing is just going literally. Like I said, pissing contest. It feels like how far are we going to take this? Because we have more money than you, or we think we do, and you're you're spending all this. At some point, this Miller's guy's got to be like, damn, dude. Like I'm running out of fucking money here. I'm ta I'm tapping my fucking kids' college funds, and I don't care about that. But I mean, I'm still tapping <laughs> my kids' college. I funds. know he has pressure on him too, because like I said, this is going to set a precedent for all other cases. Are you really fighting for the rights of other writers, or are you making yourself vilify? in the eyes of fans because isn't that, isn't that really what the truth I is I think they're both vilified because in the eyes of fans. no Cunningham's not because Sean, Sean's like I mean sure maybe into a degree but but they, Miller's the one that took this shit the way that he well, did that, well, that, see I disagree with that though because like I said the law says that the rights are supposed to go back to, to Miller the law the according to the law it says that Miller's, Miller's supposed to get those rights well Cunningham is saying like no you didn't write the script you were an employee for me and I told you to write the script I think it was so I, it's, I, it's I really think, Cunningham that's pushing yeah it. well maybe but I mean also I think it's probably an ego thing for Cunningham too because he, he doesn't feel like anybody should take him to court and fucking accuse him of stealing and he doesn't like that he's being accused of theft technically and then, I think Cunningham's taking him to court he, he is the rights went back well, to him in 2018 no he is and that's what I mean like he doesn't like his character being attacked and calling me a fucking thief I ain't still nothing <laughs> but, uh, but at the same time Miller is the one that's pursuing like maybe if Miller approached them without the fucking lawyers and all this bullet well you'd have to have lawyers but not like making this big scene just be like listen man just give me like some credit on it Give me some money outside of the fucking movies. Yeah. Give me like we can settle out of court. I'll will sign a non non disclosure and we can go about our fucking day. Yeah. <clears throat> That's it. And and if they do that, then it's over. So yeah, you're right. Maybe they're both villains. But at this point, like I think the fucking uh, Miller guy is is going to be way worse vilified in the eyes of fans than Cunningham. Like he know, just is because it's like you're the guy in the shadows that n nobody gave a shit about until like 2018 anyway. But if somebody ruled. comes to you and they say, hey, look, this is the way that this whole thing works. You wrote that script and now you own Friday the 13th, and then you go, oh my god, that's a 
amazing. Yeah, I know all of a sudden this dude, this dude that that was your boss at one point, maybe sort of your boss at one point, comes and goes, mm, no, bitch, that's mine. I don't care what the law says. That shit's mine. Well, yeah, that would piss me off. But I also feel like it's a fat lawyer that smells like oak that came up and whispered in Miller's ear and was yeah. like, hey, you know how much smells, money you can get off this? Smells like mahogany. It smells like old white man. Well, he was like, you know what you can get? He off? was just supposed to get it though. You know, he was, yeah, he me, was I don't know, but it. obviously there's some kind of precedent there because they, the other court heard it and and again, but Zerner's right. Like he he thinks it's going to revert back to Miller. It, the, the the original. Uh, the original ruling is going to hold in court, and that's just the way it is. And now we just wasted more fucking time with this, yeah. and it's going to go back. And it, so he's going to get the rights overall anyway. And I like even if like um, Cunningham was saying we were fighting out of principle, in, in yeah, in that regard, like what were you fighting for though? Like you're honestly like, you know what I mean? Like I mean, yeah, I can understand your perspective. At the same time, you're hired to do a job. You do a job. We paid you for it at the time. That was what it was worth, and that's exactly what you agreed on. Nobody forced you. Yeah. Nobody twisted your arm. And now, later on, after the the, the franchise is, set, is successful, and somebody's yeah. like, "Well, you can get all this money now." That's the two things too. It's either it's either he was a contractor or he, or he was an employee. If he was an employee, then that, then the rights should go back to Cunningham. Yeah. But if he was a contractor, contractors don't they don't have that same set of standard. A contractor is is a whole different thing. So if he was legitimately a contractor, then it should go to Miller. Right. But either way, you know what? If if you want to actually read it verbatim from someone who knows what the fuck they're talking about, definitely go and follow uh, Shelly from Friday the 13th on Twitter. And again, I wrote a, an article on this the other night and put all his tweets in there. So I'll put the link down to that below uh, and check that out as well. Uh, but yeah, that's cool tips. Hopefully we'll get some fucking Friday news soon. That's better than this shit. It's but nice. the, the, the dangerous thing is, is if that shit, it, it, really we should be rooting for Miller, dude. Yeah. Because the fact of the matter is if Cunningham wins, and and that and they get what they want, and this goes back to back to the last court they were at again. Yeah, it'll be another year. It's gonna too. be fucking yeah, yeah forever. forever. So, anyway, so so talking about being in court for too long and, and <laughs> not being in, <laughs> not being in court for too long, but being old, old news. Oh Jesus Christ! More bad news. Robert England says he's too long in the tooth. To fucking beat Freddy Krueger, so stop asking, you bastards! I can't do it no more. My dingleberries touched the fucking toilet water when I sat down. <laughs> I'm eating butterscotch all goddamn day. He can't do it's it. It's over. I'm too fucking old. I can't even lift the goddamn glove up, let alone beat Freddy Krueger. I got the Medicaid. Basically, Robert England came out earlier on and he said, like, quote, "I'm too long in the tooth to reprise the role of Freddy Krueger," and I think that he's gotten to a point in his career he doesn't even want to anymore. I think he said that if they were ever going to do a remake for it, like for Nightmare on Elm Street three, the Dream. He would love to be a doctor in it that didn't believe. That's cool. I was like, that's actually pretty cool. He liked a cameo in one of them, and that's great. But yeah, he said, and, and yeah, I gotta agree with Robert. I gotta agree with old Bobby on this one. Fred Krueger is dead. <laughs> but uh, I gotta agree with him because look, I love Robert England. Robert England will always forever be an iconic Freddy Krueger. He's the guy that everybody knows as Freddy Krueger. But his time has passed. He's done multiple fucking films. He's done the TV show. He's done commercials. He's done everything in pop culture. He is the pop culture icon of the horror scene in the 80s and 90s. But he's done with it. And like, it's time to move on from it. And I think that's what he's saying too. He's like, I can't like, maybe, yeah, I can be buried under makeup and stuff like that. I can't, motherfucker. But my dangleberries hurt when I fucking poop. <laughs> but and he's done. Like, I mean, and that's fine. And I get that. Here's where I'm at on all this whole thing, dude, is that England has done the old Brett Favre thing. Mm -hmm. What he's done is he's retired and he's unretired and he's retired. Here's what I don't get about he's Robert. He's got the interception record in the NFL. <laughs> God damn it! He's got a lot of fucking records yeah, in the yeah. NFL. Why do you got to bring that one up? He's, he's the not greatest fucking quarterback of all time in my heart. Um, but no, listen. Here's the thing. He, Robert England, and I understand. Actually, I'm okay. We've talked about this before many times, yeah. uh, so I'll say it really fast. Uh, just for those who aren't caught up on our opinions on it, we would love to see Robert England play Freddy Krueger forever, but. 
he is getting older, so if they did bring him back, and I know everybody wants to bring him back, and some people say that's the only way they'll even watch the fucking movie. Um, Crazy. But the thing is, is that, that would be great to see him on screen one time, but these things are all about sequels, they're all about franchise. If, if Nightmare on Elm Street comes back and the movie's killer, you're going to want more of them. Mm -hmm. And the thing is, if he comes back and does one, two tops, and then what do you do? Then the franchise is right back where they were. We, I think it's, it's. I'd be excited to see him back, but I, I honestly think that they should move on just for the sake of the future of the franchise. Go ahead and get an unknown or, or get a big name. Do whatever you're going to do. But uh, I think it has to move on just because of his age. And that's, that's not saying he couldn't do it. I would love to hear him do it in an am animated series where you got his voice. Yeah. But he doesn't want to sit in that chair and put on all that makeup all day fucking long again. And I for the animated series? No, I'm, no. They're I mean, really, for, he's really for, going all the way for the character. <laughs> I got to get it. No, I mean for, for the movies. I'm a fucking no break character to the DVD commentary. <laughs> I'm at the total shit. And as far as what he's concerned, it's like he's done enough. Like he's been in it. I mean, his last outing as Freddy was that one. What was that? The TV show. This is this is this is what I was getting at. This is what I don't like on Robert Englund's half of it is that. You know, they've dragged their fucking feet on this franchise before the rights, and the rights have revert back to the West Craven estate. Um, but for years. He said, I'm not going to do it again. Yeah. He said, I, I don't want to do it again. I don't want to. I'm done. This is the last time I'll do it. And then he did a Comic-Con thing, not a Comic-Con, one, one of the cons. Then he said, I'm going to put on the makeup for picture opportunities one more time. Yeah. And then he's like, I'm not doing any movies. And then you do, you come out of nowhere, and I think this was post-Halloween, uh, and the horror resurgence yeah, did, yeah. that we've had the p past few years. That and all TV of a sudden, show. he's going to do the fucking Goldbergs? Like a stupid comedy show? Like, I'm sorry if you like the Goldbergs. Bill but... Goldberg was in it. <laughs> but that would be a great he fucking the cameo, fuck out of Freddy. That would be a great cameo. Yeah. It's like, well, my son! <laughs> he just comes in and spears him. He's like, you weren't there for me! But, and uh, he goes, ah! <laughs> fucking fireworks. <laughs> and he sprees in the smoke flames. Oh, dude, he's going to fight the fiend. Did you hear about that? No. That's fucking crazy. That's amazing. Um, but... Anyways, then he comes back and he does that, and and then all of a sudden news stories come out and he's like, oh, he's like, oh, actually, I think I could do one more. And now he's now that the rights have, have gone to the West Craven estate, now he's going, no, 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 I'm not going to do one. Like he can't decide whether or not he wants to be fucking Freddy Krueger. And I know that the he's studios flip flopping like Donald Trump's hairpiece. <laughs> it's true. I know but, the studio, but wait, I, I know the studios drag their feet forever on a nightmare. Yeah. They, they should, and it's their fault because if they would have started making these movies ten years ago, then um, we, we could have Freddie could be in full swing right now. Yeah. But again, you have to put some of that blame on England too because he said he wouldn't do it. So I imagine they were thinking in their minds, well, he's not going to do it. That last one sucked because we made a burnt face CGI squirrel fucking an apple pie in bad news. whatever they did with that. Even though the Jackie Hill wasn't bad, the CGI was bad. Yeah. And uh, I just, you know. It's like, dude, just fucking make up your mind. The Jackie R. Haley thing was really bad because Jackie R. Haley is actually was a good replacement. I think yeah. he would have been a really good replacement for Freddy. But I think what not only was the, it was you know a scroll fucking a pie or whatever it was, but I also feel like they made him too much of a victim. Yeah. In the movie, the, the way that whole thing went out, and also even Robert England himself said it was bad timing. <laughs> the movie came out. At the core of the show. I mean, I know he's like a scroll fucking a pie or whatever. <laughs> but he's one of them. But you know, but I mean, I like him. I like the guy. But no, I mean, it was like you know, Robert England himself literally just said. Uh, uh, it was bad timing. The movie was was a, a bad timing of a film. But nonetheless, I mean, there were some cool things about that movie, uh, the remake. Uh, the dream sequences, like when they're in the pharmacy or whatever, and he's coming in and yeah. out. That's badass. But anyway, yeah, look, Robert England, maybe he thought there was some money to be made. And I, like, I don't want to take anything away from the guy. I don't know the guy, but I'm just saying, and Robert England's a cool dude, it seems, but... He was like, hey, man, the Halloween thing is doing really well. Maybe I got a little fucking something left in me and I yeah. can get a little snatch of that dollar bill. But then it, I think I don't think Wes Craven's estate wants him to do it because they're also thinking like even though he is uh, synonymous with Freddy Krueger, they're like, we want to move into a different direction. We want to go somewhere else and we have to have somebody that's going to be able to put this franchise on their back and go forward a few years. 
with the with the franchise. Like you know, it's it's kind of like a James Bond. Like once uh, Sean Connery got old enough, you know, he's like, I'm done. I don't want to do it anymore. Switch, yeah, I gotta switch. You, you gotta you gotta do something else. But at the same time, and he did say too, he was like, uh, he was like, you know, I don't know what's going on with it. He's like, I know that they're taking pitches, and uh, but he was like, I have no idea what's going on currently in the franchise. So it sounds like they haven't reached out to him. But it just to me, based on the, the history, and I'm not trying to throw shade at Robert England. I love Robert England or whatever. Um, but it does. Seem I heard like he's pretty dreamy. He's, he's, he does a little bit of posturing from time to time to get a little bit more on that check. I think. I, I know. Think well, that I know that he could does. be all this is for all we know. But um, but what I do think is that what he said was, I would love if they did a reboot of Nightmare Three, which that kind of came out of nowhere, right? Like, uh, that, that what you hear, motherfucker? Because it was a great. <laughs> what you hear, dude? I thought about that too. Like that. Yeah. That actually is one of the best movies of the franchise, and to remake that with like unused Wes Craven stuff. Because remember, Wes Craven wrote that script yeah, yeah. that they didn't use all yeah. of it. I mean, you could. We did a script review for that, by the way. <laughs> That'd be a pretty cool, and it, just him being a cameo, and it would be fine. Yeah, and that's what he wanted to do. He he basically wanted to play, I think, Heather Langenkamp's character. Mm -hmm. He said, uh, I, if they do, if they were no, to not do, Heather, not Heather. No, uh, it was the one that didn't believe that they were having. Oh, that's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah my bad. Uh, but uh, he wanted to play a woman's character. Um, which who hasn't put on their wife's panties and danced around the house? I mean, Oscar De La Hoya can attest. You gotta, you gotta, you gotta. I'm a peacock. You gotta let me fly. You gotta, you gotta explore those silkies. So silky. One but, day when you're older, you'll know that you'll need to wear stretchy pants. <laughs> <laughs> but he did say he was like, yeah. What I would like to do is, I would like to have a new role in the franchise. Uh, give me a character like that if they were gonna do part three or something. And I think that's the best way to go. Actually, I think that even though I don't agree with some stuff, I think that he answered the question for the franchise perfectly. Give him a new role in the franchise. Mm. Uh, and uh, for one, this appeases the fans that say they don't, they're not gonna watch it unless it's Robert England. Give him a different role in the franchise. Let him show off a different side of his acting in front of the people, the fans who love his acting the most, yeah. Nightmare on Elm Street fans. And then he gets to do a little bit something different, add a little bit something to the resume. I know he's done a bunch of stuff, but I mean, in the Nightmare realm. Uh, I think that would be the best send-off for him, and it would be best for the franchise, a nice passing of the torch to move forward. That's the way to go, man. Yeah, and then have him get brutally killed by uh, the new Freddy Krueger as, as as what? Yeah, and then he pops an Ambien <laughs> right before he goes down. Or Lunesta. Fucking perfect, dude. Yeah, and then that's it. Like that's a way of passing the torch to the next guy. And I think that's what he wants to do. Honestly, they're like, hey, bring me back for the cameo. Let the new guy be the Freddy Krueger you want, and let me be brutally murdered by him. And it's like a way of like, here you go. Like, welcome to the show, bitch. Jesus Christ. Yeah, I wish before he dies, like, welcome to prime time, bitch. <laughs> Michael has a vagina. <laughs> Next up, we have some awesome fucking news. Backtracking all that sort of bad news. The bat suit was revealed by Matthew Reeves yesterday. Holy sparkly vampires of fucking greatness. So sweet. God damn, dude. Like, he walked out like that shit was like... That's like when you know when you're walking into a store and you know exactly what kind of pair of shoes you want. <laughs> like, I want the Mary Jordans. <laughs> no, dude, he looked badass, like, walking out like that with the red light. I mean, you couldn't see it really well, which I guess was the point. Like, they had this weird red lighting. It was haunting music. It was, like, it was like just deep and weird. And, and then you saw, like, the, the bat suit, but it was, it was in that red tint, like I said. And then you see the bat symbol, which, a little side note about that bat symbol. Have you been reading about that? About what they thought it might be. It's a, it's a bad guy. So I don't no, know no. They said, dude, it's fucking. It's, I saw this thing on Facebook, and they were like, "That's metal as fuck." Dude, <laughs> dude, literally like, metal. It's metal, bro. <laughs> and it's people like are confirming it. Like not the people that are working the movies, but a lot of people are agreeing. Like, yeah, that's definitely what it is. But if you look really close on the the bat symbol itself, they said that's the it's it's a broken it's the broken pieces of the gun that killed his parents, and he fashioned it into the fucking bat symbol. That's fucking cool. Metal as fuck. Metal as fuck. I know. And then there was a lot of people that were spotting this, and they were talking about it, and this one girl 
was one of the first that noticed it, one of the journalists, and she said that they did that kind of storyline in Detective Comics 1000, where it was revealed that Bruce Wayne, underneath of his bat symbol, like he built in the gun pieces that killed his parents, Martha and Thomas Wayne, and he has it to protect him. But they fashioned, so it's a similar storyline, so they fashioned the bat symbol to look like the pieces of the gun. That's so sick. Dude, I know. It's fucking incredible. <laughs> I love that, Just when you thought Robert Pattinson and his hair couldn't get sexier, they could do something like this. <laughs> now, they, uh, the complaints I saw from it were people saying that it looks too much like Daredevil. I don't think that that's a problem. Nah. I think that's just the red light that they used. I mean, that's mm. why everybody's brain went there immediately. It looks like the hallway scene from Daredevil. But if you zoom in real close, and there's people online doing all sorts of color changes and stuff yeah. too. When they make it great, it looks badass. But when they zoom in on the mask and you look really close to the mask, you can see it's like leathery and stitched together. So while this shit looks metal and like, you know, Tonka trunk. Metal as fuck. Metal as fuck. Uh, the, the, this shit's like Catwoman type, you know, uh, Batman Returns Catwoman type st stitched together. Well, you know, it's like, like, yeah, and I saw somebody say, where's the chin strap? <laughs> Like he doesn't need one yet. <laughs> like, like I don't know. Like I, that's such a stupid thing to. And plus, the, the the armor itself. Like I mean, again, you can't really see it that well. He moves his shoulder ever so slightly just so you can see it. So, well, I mean, you know, you notice that there are like pieces that look like like an actual armored version of it, and which yeah. I think is going to be like the Arkham Origins storyline that they used, where he's more armored up. Well, it looks like the Arkham, and that makes total sense. Like, yeah, of course, I mean, he he would adapt more of a protective thing because he's not really confident in his abilities yet. With you know, you got to work your way up to the underwear situation, and he's not ready there. Yeah. But at the same time, yeah, there, there's that part, and if the mask is like stitched together with. Like, you know, that's all right. What I if you get shot in the head? Well, uh, what if I get shot in the head? <laughs> He's like, well, that was a chance we were willing to take. But, uh, yeah, but it still, dude, he looked badass. And the music was so fucking good. Dude, it was something I had never, it almost felt like a horror movie with Batman in it, which is exactly what I want. I hope that they go, I hope they push the rated R, which I don't think, I mean, I don't know if it's going to be rated R or not. But that's the kind of Batman with that music and that lighting and just that general atmosphere that I, if they ever put Joaquin Phoenix's Joker in that, it would it would blend so well into yeah. that universe. Which I, don't, I still don't think we're ever No, no, that. probably not, but I'm just saying, and, and if they're going to focus more on the detective side and make it more like Seven... Yeah, and they are. Dude! Yeah. They, this is going to be one of the coolest fucking iterations of Batman ever. I mean, Ben Affleck, I love him, man. I mean, Ben Affleck, to me, is one of the, maybe the best Batman to ever exist. It's on either film. Affleck or Keaton, and to me, there's no other answer. No. Uh, yeah, let's get nuts! But that's this one. That's good. I feel like it's going to be a more of a of a practical approach to Batman, and and you're going to have more of a maybe more of a struggle about who he is and what's going on and how he can overcome these feelings and and if he's adequate enough to take on the role of this vigilante and 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 justice for all. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I don't know. But uh, well, I mean, well, it, and it's good. Like again. Who would have ever fucking thought, man? Like Robert Pattinson is is your Batman. He looks so, and this, he looks cool, man. And then somebody was like, his, <laughs> I was thinking of Tommy Boy too. He's like, he's got a tiny head. And he's like, oh yeah, like there's some other really big fat guy with a tiny head. He's like, I got a tiny head. <laughs> like, I was like, his head's tiny. Well, dude, like that's what you're gonna go at. It's crazy, man. Because I remember years ago, years and years ago, because we've been doing this for so fucking long. I remember making a rant video because they were looking at Robert Pattinson. I did. I remember to that. do Indiana Jones, and we were so pissed about it. But Robert Pattinson continued a, a trend of some of the greats, I don't, know, I don't know if you can call all these greats, of guys who were in like chick flicks or, or whatever, because you know he was in Twilight, who were hated by everybody, uh, or hated by most guys for a long time, who earned the fucking respect of people as they went along. But Matthew even guys had to say that his hair is wondrous. It is wondrous. But uh, Matthew McConaughey is one of them. Heath Ledger. Uh, Heath Ledger's one of them. Uh, Justin Timberlake is one of yeah, them. Yeah. Justin, people used to give him all sorts of shit, but you know, he rocks the shit in some of the stuff he does. And I think Robert Pattinson. I used to think he was a total Streisand, but he's rocking the shit in that one. <laughs> That's what I always think of, four-year-old virgin. But I think 
think Robert Pattinson's the latest one to do that. If you look at his work and you look at what he's done, it's been amazing. So, uh, you know, we were 110% hyped when they announced Ben Affleck to be Batman. Yeah. Even though a lot of people were fucking pissed. We, yeah, dude, there were people losing their fucking minds. Yeah. Like, the world ended. Like, I mean, it was the coronavirus times 80. I'll never forget that <laughs> night. We went to see The Watch that night. Badass movie, by the way. Yeah. Uh, we went to see The Watch that night that it was announced, but... That was the Ghostbusters movie we deserved. <laughs> it was funny as shit, dude, because I'll never forget that night, because I was actually, at that time, I was writing for the, the Smosno website, mm -hmm. and they were supposed to have me on the podcast that night, but because of the uh, Affleck getting announced, they, 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 they had to bump or whatever, uh, but I'll, I'll always remember that night, and I always remember just being fucking stoked, and so happy for Ben Affleck, because I always liked him. You know, uh, even though he was another one of those guys that a lot of people hated, because of Jiggly and shit like that, but I think that Dude, I think Robert Pattinson's gonna rock the shit out of mm -hmm. this. I think it's gonna be amazing, and I think the suit looks amazing. I think it looks great. I, you I, know, I, I would have rather had Ben Affleck because this was his movie. Yeah, you know, this I, was supposed to be. I would have loved to have seen it, uh, even I, if he, even if he had been just the director. Yeah, like his, it, you know, it was based. Yes. On, I would have gone with that too. Yeah, exactly. But nonetheless, I mean, uh, you know, I think that when we ranted on on Pattinson back in the day, uh, taking over Indiana Jones, a lot of it was because, in my opinion, and I think back then we were just thinking that he wasn't proven yet to really take the mantle yeah. of someone as iconic as Indiana fucking Jones. And there's no way you would buy this guy as being like, you know, like the anti-ripped hero that Harrison Ford was able to embody in the in the movies. But he has grown and he's got a lot more depth to him as an actor and I think that this this script, this this dark kind of um, weary, war-torn kind of atmosphere they're gonna they're gonna build up for him is gonna be perfect and also I don't even think I mean I don't know I, again I mean you know obviously we're not privy to Matt Reeves' uh, mind or anything I don't think they're gonna go with the, the origin stories necessarily anymore like I mean I think that the, the, the oh, I think you got damn so how cool times. is that though man like the broken gun parts is making up the That's bat amazing. symbol. I, that I, is I, fucking sick. I heard someone say, uh, they were on Twitter, they're like, isn't this supposed to be year one? And someone said that they heard that this is year two. Like, mm -hmm. this is year two of Batman. And, yeah. Which is great, because you don't need the origin story of Batman anymore. God, for fuck's sake, we don't need the origin story of Batman anymore. Um, even if you just... Like, Why I, did you say that name? I think Batman vs. Superman did it great. When they, If you're going to cover the origin story, do it in the credits real quick with something like that, with that badass music. I hope they have like one of those line drops in there. It was like, what was her name? It was like, I'm not going to answer that. <laughs> and then also, uh, speaking of his voice, I don't know. I hope they use a voice modulation because it seems like a simple fix that they did with Snyder's cut with with Batman. Like as far as like just it made it Batman had a voice modulation so he didn't have to talk like he's had to take a I shit. I have to hear Pattinson do his. I Batman, think that, but though. the whole I know, but Kevin Conroy was the only guy that I think could pull it off really well. Kevin Conroy uh, from the Batman animated series. Yeah. There's no other guy like I, uh, Keaton was really good at doing it too. Any in Kilmer and Clooney, I guess in some way, but <laughs> but Christian Bale just took it to another level that now it's a joke. And, and and to me, it always made sense that Batman would try to disguise his identity to the maximum effort he could. And he's rich enough that he could just buy a voice modulation box yeah. and then just. And I know it takes place. I guess it's going to take place in the '90s, like '94 or '90. I don't know. I don't know. I thought it was a mid '90s. Uh, That'd be dope, though. Well, I thought that's what they were doing. I thought it was like a like a mid '90s kind of Batman. I don't know. I mean, if it's, it's not, it's not. So but either way, the, the technology would exist. So I don't know. We'll see how that goes. I, I, but another thing, I think that that's that's where the real clue is going to be for me, though. I know that Pattinson can play dark and damaged characters. Like I think he's proved that. I yeah. think he can do it. But he's got like a youngish face. Soaking my wife. <laughs> <laughs> I will not go inside that, that area with you. But uh, also, but he's got like a, a, a fucking boyish Elijah Woodish face. Like he just looks like a, a fucking hobbit that never grew old. I think he's a little grizzled. Uh, it's Remember good, Tom? I know, but he'll he'll look like you know. Over? What? 
I, we'll see how he looks because I mean if he's got his tux on and he's sitting in the back of the limo being very depressed I don't I just don't want it to look like he's like mad that he didn't get invited to the social network or like reunion because <laughs> he's mad that someone stole his fucking idea well it's funny because you say him in a suit in a limo he actually did a movie I called Cosmopolitan that's where I was but he, but he looked like he could have been the he, social network he looks network. like Bruce Wayne and that's the thing too with these guys it's like either, either you're uh, uh, you gotta be Bruce Wayne and you gotta be Batman well that's the thing so, I, that, no what I'm saying is Chris like, Bale was a great fucking Bruce Wayne well yeah that's Batman, what, well I think that, well, that's what I'm saying like I think that what's going to be the tale of the tape is whether or not he's able to pull off like he could pull off an incredible Batman and he could pull off a pretty dunce kind of uh, Bruce Wayne like because sometimes and I'm not saying that he wouldn't be able to act it but you know you got to believe that he is grizzled like that he's gone he's seen some shit I seen it <laughs> but uh, but you know you got to believe it and if yeah. you don't believe it and he just looks too boyish and too young and he doesn't really know the world it just it's not going to come off the same way like uh, there was a lot of uh, Michael Keaton was great it could do dual like he did both really well Val Kilmer was actually underrated because Val Kilmer could pull off Bruce Wayne really effectively and Batman George Clooney in the, not so much in the 90s in the time it happened yeah, well, if you George, watch his Bruce Wayne now you'd be like what the fuck is George Clooney like works the perfect character J.C. Penny. <laughs> what you know about them red dot tickets? But uh, also, but George Clooney was a really good uh, Bruce Wayne. Was yeah, yeah. He was a terrible Batman, but he was a great Bruce Wayne. And no nipples on this bat suit. Someone on Twitter Thank pointed God. out to me, by the way. Mm. Uh, but, but yeah, yeah it's it's gonna be great. I mean, I I, I, just, I don't understand the hate already. Like it's coming out of nowhere. Also, like, also, it, that was by the way, that's not a trailer. A lot of people refer to it as a trailer. It's, it's not a test a, screen. It's not a trailer. It's a, te- it's a it's a it's a test screen. Like they wanted to see what it looked like on camera, and it looked so fucking dope that they decided to let all of us see it too. <laughs> it like somebody like somebody on the crew that didn't know. It's like this is a secret test screening. No one should know about that. And this guy was like, he's like, don't touch. Like which one this? <laughs> and he hit a button and it just went out, and they already had yeah. the music. And you wonder if they were playing that music just for Robert Pattinson to get him into the character. They're like, listen, we're gonna we're gonna dim the lights, and we're gonna have like this red smoke, awesome. and we're gonna have this music going. It'll make you laugh if you watch closely, because as he, as the camera's turning towards him, he's going. You know what's weird is like you know you gotta you gotta imagine you're in there. Require there's like 15 people that are like filming you, and they're taking pictures to get principal photography or whatever. And you they're like, it's like you gotta come in, like. You're the justice. He's like, <laughs> you're the vigilante of the night. <laughs> like, there's parts, it, it, like, you gotta pretend that you're in your car and the music comes on and you gotta pretend that you're a superhero. You're like, you're I, can do that shit. I do that I all the time. Totally like, when you're in your car by yourself and you're like driving and, and a particular song comes on and you just act like you're in a movie and you're just like, and you're like looking well, up. Like, about every time you're driving at night alone yeah. and you listen to the drive sound. You just look, you look everywhere dramatically. You're like, <laughs> like, you like look yeah. out. And that's why what they had, like, like, you just pretend like you're that person in the car and he, yeah. like, he was like, I can do that. Because it's, it's like, yeah, I like, it would be so awkward, but. The whole thing would be awkward, dude. And by the way, the guy, uh, apparently the guy who did the music for that is doing the score, because I saw on Twitter, and I, I, I can't remember the guy's name. Uh, I, I, I saw heard you it saw, yeah, myself. Yeah. For some reason, I thought Zimmer was doing this score, but which would have made sense, but th- that score was dope as shit. It was great. And this guy said, he was like, yeah, that someone was like, that sounds like so-and-so. And the guy was like, yeah, that was me. And then somebody else, I think it was Matt Reeves or somebody, was like, wait till you hear the rest of it. So that dude's doing the whole score, and that was his score. You know what it reminded me of? It felt like like it felt like it horror movie vibe, but it, it reminded me a lot of like a John Carpenter kind of feel for a Halloween. Sure. It kind of had a Halloween-ish feel to it. Like, I don't know. because His eyes fucking scared me. I think dude. what you they were close to those eyes. Mm-hmm. You won't shit right for a month. Because have you ever have you ever tried to get your out, have you ever tried to get outside those Sorry. eyes? I didn't even know I was making out with them until I got home. <laughs> but no, I mean, yeah. But the truth is, yeah, it, it just it, it 
it really reinvented in just that moment yeah. their Batman. It's their Batman, and I think I, we we were talking a little bit with my brother uh, in a group text, <laughs> but we were talking about it. And I think uh, what I was saying, and I, and I think that you guys agree with it as well. I think that he wants this. Matt Reeves wants to distance himself as much as possible yeah. from all the other Batman that have come before, and would sprinkle it with a little bit of uh, you know Nolan and Snyder. But that's it. They, he doesn't want any kind of connection to it. Now I'm not saying that Hans Zimmer. Hans Zimmer's fucking incredible. Like he's great. But if they and, and if they bring in Hans Zimmer to do any of the score that's a, that's a fine that's but a this fact. guy really nailed it dude like for me like the vision that matt reeves has like i think that keeping this guy would be the uh, the way to go and i but. think different is the way to go i i'm not going to say the word here but what you can't do is you can't go full mm -hmm. tropic thunder you know what i mean you, you can't you go can't, simple you can't go simple jet don't go doing crazy crazy shit now like make everything feel different make the sound and the score the look all that shit different but don't don't do anything too fucking crazy with batman now yeah. it is batman you, you know you can't you can't do some fucking weird shit. For some reason, that shit smelled just like baloney. <laughs> so, yeah. so, all right. So, and the, that was the, those are the biggest news stories of the week. So, we're going to run through some other stuff really quick because there was actually a lot of shit that happened this week. Yeah. And one of the things we're actually going to start doing on this show is we're going to have a, a theme for each episode, uh, which is. This is a jungle theme. Yeah. <laughs> no, this is more urban theme. <laughs> no, but like, uh, we're going to have a, a big Halloween topic, a script review or something like that that we're going to do with each one. But this week, there was so much fucking news yeah. that, like, it was hard to even fit that in. And this being the inaugural episode of this that's doing this that made it hard but uh some other tiny shit that happened this happened way a week ago but you, did you watch the oscars no uh i didn't i didn't, I didn't get a chance i had i had to go to bed because i was fucking tired and old <laughs> you old slut i'm old as fuck i was fucking alive uh but no i wasn't i was fucking with my hand but uh yeah i didn't get a chance to watch i did see the weird fucking joaquin phoenix uh speech i'm glad that he won he's like he's amazing but he's the weirdest fucking guy ever yeah like ever okay and here's my stance on all this i don't like hearing i don't like hearing actors politics no i don't like it when they talk about it i don't enjoy hearing them talk about it like i can figure it out for myself nobody wants your cow nipples but to be fair artificial insemination nobody wants your uh, cow insemination but my honest opinion is that I don't mind when they do it because the way I see it is they earn that spot, they earn that right on this, their, that stage by honing their craft and putting in a great performance, and they give them forty-five fucking seconds. Mm. Like this is the biggest for actors being, a, a, you know, winning an Oscar is probably the biggest moment of a lot of their careers, and they earn that forty-five seconds. So I say if they want to talk about the artful artificial insemination of cows fuck it let them do it that's fine i don't enjoy watching that i'd rather watch them talk about fucking anything else just about but i don't get mad about it because they earned it let them fucking speak whatever they want to speak but i also get ricky gervais's take on it which mm. is i he's like he said the same thing he's like speak about what you want i'm just letting you know that people everyday working people don't like it when you get up on that stage and preach no to one's it. gonna it relate the opposite to effect of what you're saying yeah, you, like but, they already feel you you're an elite uh, elitist anyway they're not going to listen to your particular take on politics and think you're right like that's just not what's gonna happen he's like thank your god thank your fucking agents and get the fuck off the stage for you yeah. with your little trophy which is funny and i did. get it but you, you know. won you got it. now get off the stage like but you know Joaquin Phoenix like honestly that was such like a weird shit like speech anyway like I don't like that's what somebody's like he's like can you even make fun of Joaquin Phoenix because he's crazy like he's literally fucking crazy you can't even make fun of him and yeah. then and the it, river thing it, was touching that was nice yeah and you well, can well, tell the river thing is great too. but what he was talking about the the artificial insemination of cows and weird shit like that it was like like is he still method acting is he still the joker like is this <laughs> what he's doing I don't he's think like, he's been I don't think let's talk about cows Murray what I love what I love dude, one of my favorite things in that speech was that he called himself he's like i've been known to be a scoundrel before and, and, was he han solo in, in a movie the 
master, and the master, someone, I'll never forget that. I, I think it was a Philip Seymour Hoffman called him this. Like, he brought out his special drink, and he was like, you scoundrel. And that made me laugh, because I hadn't heard anybody use the word scoundrel in forever. So to have him bring that uh, that word up again after seeing that in that role, just... But I love out. Joaquin, and you know, that, the Joker movie, I, I'm so glad that it won, like, the, those awards, because it definitely deserved it. Like, yeah. as far as best actor, he's the guy that embodied that to a T, man. I honestly like, was rooting for Leo, dude. Well, Leo, I mean, I'm happy he won, but I was rooting for Leo. Yeah, I mean, that, yes. uh, once upon a time, like at least it won best supporting actor with Brad Pitt. I mean, yeah. he got his shit. But so. I feel bad for Leo because he had to sit around and watch yeah, but, Brad Pitt win all these fucking but awards. Brad Pitt, and he was just as good. Brad Pitt whooped Bruce Lee's ass, so he <laughs> he deserves a, an Oscar <laughs> so for that. Don't anybody in the, the off of that. Oh one. god, and that's another thing. By the way, everybody's so pissed about uh, that that they like demean Bruce Lee in some no, way. Oh come Dude, on, dude. It was in it was in Brad Pitt's character's head. It was in Cliff Booth's head. He didn't actually beat up Bruce Lee. Bruce Lee's not actually a dick. They weren't saying that. That was just his crazy imagination running wild on the roof. But uh, fucking Eminem was dope. Did you watch? No, that I didn't get to watch this. I, no, I heard. I heard about the performance though. It sounded great. Like, That's one of my go-to karaoke's, man. Uh, yeah, he did. Um, he did. Uh, what my name is. No, no, it's really did, great. No, did, I, I know what he did. I lose yourself. Yeah, but what, the, it was cool as fuck, dude. The way they did it, because they did one of their awesome edits, and then like they showed like uh, you know great songs and movies or whatever. And then when they finally got to Eight Mile, they just sat on it for a second. And in my head, I was sitting on the couch going, "Surely Eminem's not about to perform." But they kept showing Eight Mile, and they kept showing Eight Mile, and then the band comes out and they start playing the song, and he rose up from the fucking floor, and I was like, "Shit, this is yeah. fucking awesome!" I was geeking out. The audio did kind of suck on it though, but that wasn't his fault. Yeah, was he wearing his sweatpants? Uh, no, I was wearing my Puma sweatpants. I think after, like, I feel like he was just drunk at home. He's like, I should go to Hoskins, yo. He's like, let me call my people. I thought they'd be like, he thinks up in his Puma like sweatpants. He'd be like, I don't give a fuck what I got to wear. Some of his old music videos, if you go back and watch it from the early two thousands, where he had like the the do rag and like the sweatsuits on, it's it's kind of hard to watch, man. Was the was the Free Nation there? Did he rap battle? Was it the Free Nation? <laughs> Fuck Free World! Three, free one, World! Three. Was the Free World there? <laughs> but uh, yeah, it's cool. I mean, uh, I like Eminem, and that, that song is really great. It, it just kind of weird that you would pop out of nowhere to fucking do it. Well, he didn't know. Nobody understood that. I was just happy to see fucking Eminem. I thought that was cool. Yeah. But the reason he performed... His beard's weird. It's kind of, <laughs> beard's weird. He, uh, the reason he, he performed is because he won an Oscar 17, 18 years ago for up? that song, and he didn't show up to receive uh -huh. the award. I don't know if this, he was just too cool for it or what, but it, it was it was like a Mia Culpa. Well, it reminds me of, like, was he, like, just recreating the Nickelback photograph song? <laughs> was like, I should go back and graduate? <laughs> well, it's funny. He's been, in his, in his albums lately, he's been shitting on the Grammys mm -hmm. and, like, and talking shit about him so you knew he was gonna, wasn't going to perform there so to see him perform at the Oscars was a cool surprise I thought that was dope as yeah, shit yeah I mean, I, would, I'm, I'm definitely going to go back and watch it again it was, it's a great song and it, it kind of fits with the you know what they should with everything Joaquin Phoenix should have like come out with that song and it should be dressed as Joker when he accepted it <laughs> It's fucking Oscar. Like, I do imagine that. How cool and weird and quirky and walking things would that be? Yeah. If you had him in it, because he wanted to be. Remember, like, they pull steps on the stage and he yeah. starts doing the dance down the steps. And, and then the he was like, and lose show. yourself. And then, and then, <laughs> then he, and, yeah, and just doing the whole fucking thing and coming down the steps and then be like, you know, I used to think that I could make people laugh. <laughs> <laughs> it would it would have been one of the most epic Oscar moments ever if he yeah. come in in full fucking Shit. makeup and had Eminem singing See, that song. See, if he wasn't so concentrated so on we, fucking tit milk, but dude, we, we I hope have that. Yeah, show. he could have come in with like one of those like fake fucking uh, cow milk things like attached. <laughs> they to probably him. brought him the screw. He's like, I just can't get over the, the sweetener in my coffee. God damn it! I should have never had cornflakes today because they used. <laughs> 
artificial inseminated cow milk. I can't believe you've done That's this. what somebody said. They were like, you know the people that stood up and clapped like awkwardly when you did your speech? They were like, yeah. you know, these are the same people that clapped when they put their milk and, and the milk on top of their fucking Cheerios this morning. <laughs> and by the way, yeah. no, no disrespect to anybody that follows the vegan lifestyle or whatever. We're Was just, that vegan? We're, we're cracking jobs. That's a vegan thing. Oh, right? I didn't, I didn't cow know. milk. Yeah. Uh, no disrespect to anybody that, that does that. We're just, we're just being, we make fun of ourselves more than we do anybody else. Yeah, so but either way, but, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, but, I'm, one though. Yes, dude, that's that movie fucking is awesome. fucking amazing. Yeah. That movie really did deserve all, all it got. And, uh, and technically, like, is a horror movie. Mm. I know you don't think it is. I, I think I, I, I could go with the it's horror enough of an element movie. to it. It feels more like thriller and drama. Like drama, thriller. Yeah. Thriller is That drama. was my favorite part of the whole night, though, was uh, a driller. When, when, he <laughs> came, driller. when he came out, was like, he's like, I drink tonight. <laughs> I was like, that guy's fucking cool. And then when he won the second award, he's like, I drink till tomorrow. <laughs> I was like, that guy's fucking great. When he won the best picture, I thought he was going to be like, I'm going to start cook all the hoker and go to beat us. We would do something weird like that if we ever got a movie that ever got something like that. We'd be like, hey, uh, I just want you to just know that I'm already drunk right now and I can't believe that I won. <laughs> and uh, I want to say thank you. Uh, uh, Courtney Love killed Kirk Cobain. <laughs> <laughs> that would be, you know what? I'm not even going to shit on anybody for their Oh, beliefs. man. Because if I got that platform, that's probably what I'd oh, say. Oh, man. Like, she did it, yo. <laughs> You'd be like, uh, aliens are real on Tom DeLonge. Something bleach. Aliens are real on Tom DeLonge said so. Go back and blink. <laughs> so, but yeah, dude, I, I, it, it, it's, it's a really great movie. Honestly, if you guys haven't seen that movie, it totally deserves the awards that it yeah. got. Psych and I really am happy for that guy, man. That guy, like, I didn't I didn't watch his acceptance speech, but if he was acting like that, like, it's just a really humble, uh, generally humble guy. And he's like, man, I'm really happy where I am. He was great. Let's get he couldn't stop drunk. talking at the Oscar, dude. He was just like, when, when that well, was the first time, it, it made like, history. It was the first, I think it was the first foreign film ever to win an Oscar or best yeah. picture yeah. for Oscar. So Which I some, think is I don't know. I might be wrong. No, it was. It was. Don't but you piranha attack my wiener. Some people were pissed though. Uh, why? <laughs> you said. <laughs> this is not people get. No, no, I'm laughing because you said don't piranha attack my wiener. I know, because they, they come up like the con is like piranha. Could, could the piranha get your whole dick in his mouth? Is that what you're trying to say? Well, it's a, it's a small one. <laughs> but, I'm sorry, which is, when you reference piranha and your dick at the same time, your mind automatically goes to tiny. Piranha 3D. <laughs> it's tiny, but it's angry, yo. It's going to get you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, that was cool. I was happy as shit to see uh, Parasite win. And people are pissed. Some some people are pissed because they're saying foreign picture can't win best picture. Why? What do you think about that? Because they do have a foreign best foreign picture. So, so if you win best foreign picture, some people don't think you should be allowed to win best American picture. So, <laughs> it's so I guess I if you win the Pro Bowl, you can't win the Super Bowl. Look, if it's the, <laughs> it's, it's, it's the it's best. Like, what? Yeah, if you win MVP, you can't go. It's to like the Super Bowl. if the AFC won in the Pro Bowl, bitch, you can't win the Super Bowl. Yeah, too. If you're on the Madden cover, you can't play the. It's like, dude, you already got one. Yeah. You don't need another one. That was Let the, me have it. You know what? You you fucking nailed it. That's the best. That's the best way I've heard that shit put. Uh, all right, real quickly, they did release the Bond, the new Bond track for No Time yeah, to Die, I'm not, Billie Eilish. No. And this ties into the Oscars. You didn't like it, by the way. I didn't. I, I don't, do it felt you don't like, like Billie Eilish though. No, no, it's not that I don't like Billie Eilish. I just didn't like the. the, the it's not a bad song. I just it just feels like a song that you hear at, at, at like an airport when you're going to the bathroom. <laughs> I was gonna say at Chili's. Like okay, yeah, Chili, it does. <laughs> but like if you're going to the, the, the airport and you have to take a shit and you just hear that like in the. In, <laughs> like, well, technically, so does every other. No, dude, song. Skyfall it, with Adele, like that is fucking. You, you can't imagine being at an airport taking a dump in here. Let the sky fall. That's, no, that's wait. I could. It's a lot more peppy. And then also, Goldeneye, with yeah, go Goldeneye, <laughs> shopping at Target. <laughs> well, now, but dude, it, like it just like even motherfucking Don, Madonna, Die Another Day with, with Pierce Bronson. Die. 
I like that. Not, a Sigmund Freud analyzed this. Analyzed this. But I didn't. I didn't. I didn't hate the Billie Eilish song. I'm just thinking, and I, I guess it does fit. It's kind of like. It's slow and, and it, it kind of takes a little second to get going to where it, does, it needs to go. It honestly, it doesn't crescendo the way you think no, it's that's going what, to. That's what I was going to say. Yeah, it doesn't get to the point where you're like, oh shit, it's really banging. Yeah. Like Goldeneye does that. Skyfall did that. Skyfall definitely does. Uh, yeah, Die Another Day even did that. <laughs> I can, all, I can, I like all, all I can remember with Die Another Day is she's like, <laughs> I, thought, I, still, I thought it was a great movie. I don't think they crescendoed in that, did they? Yeah, they crescendoed. I don't, I don't know. I can't she imagine. pulled out the na- tassels and everything. But uh, but Billie Eilish, like, it just feels like it's flat. Like, she's a great singer. I'm just saying, like, it doesn't feel like it goes no. anywhere. And no. it just feels like the same kind of beat. However, it probably works for this because it's it's Daniel Craig's last outing. Like, this is it. So, and it, it does kind of feel like... Um, like, I feel like when she was like, I trusted you, or whatever, it was like, yeah, we trusted you, Daniel Craig. We thought you'd be around forever, and now you're going away. <laughs> I See, I like this song. I thought it felt pure fucking Bond. I do agree no, with you. No, it does feel Bond. It, it didn't really hit, like, a powerful note. Like, I was like, oh, the bridge is over? Right. Yeah. But, but what I don't like about the lyrics and about what I'm seeing from the trailer is that it looks like they're really, really focusing on that girl fucking him over. And I just... I don't. I don't necessarily care that much about that storyline. Mm. The girl from the last one, like it, it, that, was like one of the weaker points of the whole thing for me. So if they're really banking on that being the big deal that she had a secret and she fucks him over, which it seems like they are, I'm like, there's so many more interesting places to go with Bond. He's been fucked over by girls Mike, before. Check your misogyny, okay? Oh, it's a lot of big things right now. When you're fucking, like, when you fuck over a girl like that, fucking check your misogyny. She fucked him over. I know. I know. But I mean, either way, I just think you're like Bond's like, you yeah. my dick. Yeah, he's like, it's like we we did that. We had a good time. We got Jello naked. <laughs> it's all good. I, I moved on. You moved on. We're good now. Like, cause I don't like. But again, it's tying all those stories together. So yeah. you got to throw something. It's gonna be a great movie. But it, it definitely had the vibes to, as a Bond. But I, but yeah, it was all right. Like I mean, I, like I didn't like. I wasn't super impressed by it. But maybe look. Maybe I'll think differently when I see it on the opening credits and the way that they how they film it. So the, the reason I want to say that ties in the Oscars is because I just want to put this baby to bed real quick. This this meme keeps going around of Billie Eilish making a like a face when Eminem was performing and they're saying that's when Eminem was performing. I did see that. I and thought that's, that's what I thought she did. No, she was making that when Kristen Wiig and them were up there doing oh. this comedy sketch. She was making that face in the camera caught her. When Eminem was on stage, her and her brother were like clapping and like, oh, you know, Angel, Angel, that was yeah. awkward as shit to see the crowd though. Like uh, when Eminem was performing, you gotta watch it to see the crowd. Scorsese fucking hated it. But I think he, it was just loud to <laughs> well, him. He was like, fuck, this well, is Scorsese loud. Scorsese is an old guy from the old countries. He wouldn't know. Yeah, it's like, like, bring out some Sinatra. He's like, what the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> Get out of here. I fucking kick your ass in the fucking baloney markets. <laughs> I, the, the, the last little bit of news that we're we also have trailer reactions and stuff we're going to get to hopefully if we can find the camera space for us again new show new feelings new new it's like a new pair of underwear it's going to scratch a little bit at first but we're going to fit into them i don't know how to sit on this fucking couch man. i don't either i can't get like can i just get off this me. Is, this just feels right i feel like i've been at church the entire time i've been doing <laughs> now i've really been in a catholic church mentos oh the fresh man <laughs> Hey guys, the day I held up my magical sword, I said, "By the power of Grey Skull." That's how I get my. Speaking candy. of which, Masters of the Universe is the next topic that we'll be going and centering on. Yeah. Kevin Smith is bringing the animated series Masters of the Universe Center. I don't remember the name of the actual Center. It's not called Center. No, I know you. Masters of the Universe something animated. I know it's an animated. Series. It's on Netflix, but it's a sequel to the animated series. But there's a name for it. But 
they sequel brought to the anime series. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> yes. Uh, but uh, high five. Uh, but yeah, they're bringing that, and they've got some great cast that lined up for voice actors. Mark Hamill's the main one. He's going to play Skeletor. You couldn't have picked a better guy for that. Um, they've also got some other good ones on there. I can't remember Is it all. Too on the nose though. Like, let's get Mark Hamill to voice a comic. No. Well, I mean, maybe not. I mean, because be original. Yeah, Kevin Smith, you fucking dope. I'm kidding, that's <laughs> no, awesome. We like Kevin Smith. And, like, it's great. Mark Hamill's awesome, and, and the fact that he's Skeletor it makes total sense. They've got some Jason Muses in it. Which uh, is fucking dope. Yeah. And I think that's only so, well, it makes, you know, you can't, you, Kevin Smith's not going to do it without Jason Muse, and that, that's, always, that's always a cool. Dude, that's what's like, I don't really. And uh, his, his daughter's in it. Yeah, yeah. I, and that, that's what got me psyched about it, man. I'm not really into, um, I'm not really that into He-Man. I, I was into the toys as a kid and Master of the Universe, but I haven't been in one. It's one of those things my nostalgia hasn't really made me want to go back and revisit again. Maybe I need to, but um, there, the, when you look at the cast for this, and there's several Kev Kevin Smith characters, and we're forgetting one guy playing a really important character. Yeah, I can't remember the guy. Uh, it's Kevin Conroy. Kevin? No, I don't think it was Kevin Conroy. Maybe it was somebody Kevin else. Conroy. But I, he was the guy that they were mentioning in the article was that was playing Cringer. But I don't remember. They were like, "Oh, it makes sense that this guy's playing Cringer." Yeah. Either way, you look at it. When you look at the cast for, uh, and I'll put a link below or something. But when you look at the cast and knowing that it's a Kevin Smith project, and he's but when you when you hey dog you wearing Reebok underwear because when you stood up and showed me your crack I, I saw Reebok I actually underwear am. they're silky you got that Kmart they're silky too Super the only K. problem with these underwear dudes is they don't have a door in the front so when I go to the bathroom I actually have to unbuckle my pants when you say I just zip up my fly and just pull it out you now know? you know you can't go to our pickup game with that Reebok but I feel like a bicycler when I wear them you I feel like a sexy bicycler yeah one ball. Lance Armstrong. <laughs> uh, when you look at the cast list and you see these Kevin Smith favorites and you see the talent that's on there and knowing that Kevin Smith's directing, it's really fucking exciting. So definitely check that out. Yep. It makes me interested to watch it in the night in my Reebok underwear. So by the way, and, and, and you know, again, uh, it's going to be, I think it's going to be in the same stylization of the, as the Castlevania. They're, they're making it like an anime, which I think is perfect. Mm -hmm. I think that's, a, yeah. Did you not, like, it was like, I think the director or, or the stylization, they're going for the Castlevania Netflix special they did. You like that? You'd rather them do that than go nostalgia, full nostalgia, just brighten well, up? Well, they can't do it because I, I think they want to make a more serious take on it because I think Masters of the Universe, while it, it is a kid's show from the 80s and it was basically built to sell toys. Everybody knows that. That's literally how Some they sold the toys. Dope ass toys. Like Mattel knew it. But um, they also made sexual innuendos all the time, like a Ram Man. <laughs> they knew what they were doing. Uh, but. I think that the story itself lends itself to make it kind of a serious day. I don't know. I don't know how Kevin Smith's going to make it, but I think that Kevin Smith's got some good ideas, and I want to see where he goes with it. Because yeah. it's going to be a movie. I'm hoping he puts some Is it going to be a movie, or shit. is it a series, though? I don't know. I forgot. I did, too. But it's going to be something, and it's going to be cool. Yeah, so check that out. Okay. At night. Right in your butt. In the butt. Feel good. It's Valentine's Shepherd's Dog. Beer taste test. Okay. Let's do it. I got this today. It's called Internight. <laughs> Internight. Sexy light. Breath gonna stink that's, tomorrow. That's what they should call the light version. What? Internight sexy light. Mm -hmm. I like yeah. it. Sexy light. That'd be the flavor for Labor Day. Yeah. Apparently, I saw that they served this at Metallica's concerts. It looks like it. It's a stone. Yeah, it's a stone. Look at that can, dude. That's fucking dope. Oh, shit. yeah. So we're Satanists on this channel. <laughs> One time I had a coffee I cup know. that had like a uh, like a symbol on it or whatever. Someone's like, I'm not supporting this channel anymore. They're Satanists. God damn Satanists. Let's see what this Charles is. Manson butt luckers. Liquors is what I mean. I said luckers. Look, right? it says, yeah, in collaboration with Metallica. So Metall mm. Metallica collaborated with Stone and they made this. Go ahead. And here we are. Does it taste like Napster's Tears? 
<laughs> Is it good? I'll go for a second dive. <laughs> One suck's not gonna do it. It's pretty good, man. So, not... No. It's not heavy. Oh, dude, that's it's, heavy. Dude, it's not heavy. That's it's heavy. a pilsner. It's got a little hoppy up front taste, but I, the back I, end is kind of like I ain't drinking normal beerish. I ain't drinking biscuits. I drink Pilsners. This ain't no biscuit. Go on, take it in there. <laughs> he only drinks Michelob Ultra. He can't drink other beer. I fucking love it. Master. That's what, that's what, like, see, that's a fucking pirate. That's what it makes you want to do. Master. You want to go in for a second? Yes, I do. Take it down. God, dude, it, it tastes like I'm drinking, like, you know when you burn shit in the farm and you, like, if you <laughs> ate the, the, the mulch. You flush it out. You flush it out. Yeah, you do. Saint anger around my neck. He never gets respect. Uh -huh. <laughs> no. Let me, let me let me taste for a second. Okay, it's 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 fifty percent whining in a band meeting <laughs> about no one inviting them to write songs some, together. Some kind no of more secret songs, and and Napster tears. Yes, it's perfect. <laughs> no, it, it might be good if you like that shit. Yeah. I don't, oh god damn, that's heavy though. It's not heavy, man. Well, I'm not used to stuff like that, but that that would fuck me up. At yeah, two like of if those. you're just like a Bud Light drinker, this would be a little bit heavy. But you drank three of those though. If you chug three. No, it's it's only no, no, if you chug three, you'd be wasted. No, dude, it's only five point seven percent alcohol. What is your uh, Michelob Ultra there? Um, the Superior Light Beer <laughs> is a uh, four point two. So it's only a percentage and a half. That's more. what, dude. That's not like the same thing. That's that's a that's a lot. Nah, that's not like we're only. Dude, like, me and Katie were at a brewery today, and they had beers that were like. 10.0. Dude, you'd be that guy that if we if we didn't have cell phones with GPS on it, you'd be like, dude, we're only like five centimeters away from like fucking Idaho. <laughs> we're gonna have to make this a weekly thing. I'm gonna have to get a new beer to make you try. Because I like I like your pain. I don't like it. You hate to see it. I don't. I like it. Alright, so here we're gonna go. Busting ghosts. Alright, so we're gonna talk about some uh, new movies that popped up out of the crack this week. Uh, I didn't get a chance to see any of it. Like fucking gophers, like <laughs> shitty fucking gophers. Mike did, Mike took a train express to Sega. Yeah, okay, so Sega. first off, neither of us saw Fantasy Island because it was yet another uh, Blumhouse PG-13 film. I don't know why they're doing this or what they're trying to gain for. But it looked like trash. Yeah, it didn't look good to me, and then they said it was gonna be PG-13, and I thought the trailers looked like shit. And it turned out I was right not to see it because it's getting shit on hard. Oh, Rotten wow. Tomatoes has it as a 12% rotten. Oh, out of all the reviews, there was only two or three positive out of a shitload of reviews. But then again, you can't always trust Rotten Tomatoes. I mean, no. there's been like some uh, decent flicks out there that we have went and seen. And, and, and Rotten Tomatoes, hey, well, actually, Rotten Tomatoes gave Joker 68% fresh. And it's a right. fucking 90-something on uh, user reviews. But they also gave that, that uh, 2016 Ghostbusters positive because a lot of people were trying to push you know, a certain thing that yeah. they wanted to push. I, this is how I handle Rotten Tomatoes, okay? If, if I see a movie... Carefully. And it, and it, yeah. You never handle Rotten Tomatoes like willy-nilly. Like, like, like a timid wiener. <laughs> but, uh, oh, please hurry up and wake up. <laughs> I gotta have sex with this woman. Why do you got whiskey sensitive. dick? I can't, motherfucker. Whiskey dick. But, no, if, if, if I see a movie and I see a trailer and it's a movie I want to see, I don't give a shit what the critics say about it. I'm going to go see it. But if I see a movie and I think it looks like ass and then then I see the critics' uh, reports and they're like, it looks like ass for the exact same reasons I thought it was going to look like ass, then I probably won't spend my then money. Then everybody's to see got it. ass. Everyone has ass. Smells like ass. You never go ass to mouth. Never do it. Uh, but I did see Sonic. And it was everything I hoped it would be, Jay. Was it good? It was good. I, it was... It, 
So I used to teach at daycares. This is very upsetting for many mothers to hear across Who the hired nation. you? <laughs> but uh, I grew up because my mom worked in a daycare, so I worked in a daycare when I was like 15. Likely story, Dahmer. And then <laughs> one of my favorite parts was uh, movie time. It was I fucking love that job. Mm -hmm. It was fun because I got to hang out with like the four-year-olds and like the older kids, and it was it was a blasty blast. Um, they called me Mikey. It was fun. Uh, but they had movie time. They had this Gross plethora stuff. of old VHS movies, whether it's like the Sandlot and yeah. like uh, uh, the. Did you have a Did you have an hour corner where I hang in with Mikey? <laughs> yeah, it was awesome. Oh. Uh, no, but it was fun as shit. I, I got to like play basketball with them, so I could just like swat the shit out of their shots. You're like, like, like Shaq. Yeah, it was great. No, I was actually really good, really really good at that job. But anyway, aside the point, they would have uh, movie time, and one of my favorite things would be. There was these certain like G-rated movies, had to be G, maybe PG at the most, that you could watch. Uh, I think The Sandlot was actually too much, but they had that one. But anyways, Why? there were certain movies like The Buttercream Gang that you would like enjoy putting um. in and watching. It's like it's not necessarily a good movie. You wouldn't call it a good movie, but it's just like a fun, wholesome time. And that's kind of what Sonic so was. So you definitely played Nine and a Half Weeks. What's that? That's a fucking... That's like, that's like light porn. I watch kids because I thought it was for kids. Not in that week, dog. But, uh, no, the reason I wanted to see this movie, and I wouldn't have checked it out otherwise, honestly, is because of Jim Carrey. Because we're both huge fucking Jim Carrey fans. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I think he's the funniest person that's ever lived. And my daughter was asking about him the other day, and that's exactly how I said it to her. I was like, well, Jim Carrey is the funniest person that's ever graced the earth. Mm -hmm. And that's actually written in the Bible. Uh, Jesus said that. It's in Genesis he made 1, it so. uh, chapter 8. I love Jim Carrey, and the best Jim Carrey is crazy fucking Jim Carrey, where he's just off the wall doing yeah. crazy shit, which is most of the time Jim Carrey. And I went to see it just for his take on Dr. Robotnik, just to watch him be crazy. Because one of my favorite things in the movie and in the trailer is when that dude, like, pop, he's like, he's dancing, and he's doing his fucking, like, hump dance or whatever, and the guy pops up with a latte, and he's like, because he's supposed to be like a hardcore villain. He's like, I made you a goat milk steamed latte. And he's like, would you like one? He's like, of course I would. I love the way you make them! <laughs> it's fucking, dude, it's, it's, it's Ace Ventura, the mask uh, uh dumb and dumber jim carrey on steroids and he man it was it was so cool to see jim carrey just have fun and did they follow the game what there's no plot i don't they I'm showed, not really i mean well the they game. showed sega at the beginning but they never said they never sega. did that sega. they never did that well okay well yeah it just well, showed it and, and then also there, there's a little bit of a controversy uh that was brewing around that movie because you guys remember when the first trailer was released and it looked like a fucking abomination yeah. from hell and it was terrible looking, so the director heard about this. He's like, we'll take it back to the cutting room floor. You gotta listen to the fans. We'll give them what they want. And they, they redesigned it, and it looks fucking good. Like, yeah. they was like, okay, that's what we want to see. And then a lot of people were like, well, isn't the artist's vision, like, the way that they portrayed him first, is, aren't they, like, that should be their thing, and it shouldn't be, like, little whiny-ass pissy fans that don't get their way? It's like, no, because the ones that paid the fucking ticket money is no. the ones that you want to impress, and it, it wasn't impressive. It looked like shit. Yeah. It looked terrible. And the, and the director did a good thing. That, that I, I approved it. Like, I was like, man, that's a good thing. Like, yeah, I mean, of course, it's it probably it was shitty to know that your, you know, your vision or your product wasn't received that well, and you had to go back and make some tweaks and changes to it, but once you did and you listened to the fans, you're like, hey, this is who we're making the movie for anyway. Let's go ahead and do that, because what, what would happen is, is that these people that are fucking morons that are trigger-happy trigger on, on tweets, on the tweeters, they want to go out there and say, well, the artist's vision, and, and, and it should have been left alone, and this or that. The problem with that is, the argument here is that Fine, you let them have their way, and they don't change shit, and they're like, the, the little peons don't know anything. They release the movie, and it does dog shit, because the, the design looks terrible, nobody can get behind it, and whatever. And then, you know, the studio says, well, we can't make any money at this, we can't do anything with this, so they pull the plug on any future franchise or any future sequel movies. Yeah. 
they by redesigning it and making it you know appealing yeah, to they, the Sega fans, they're like, hey man, this is fucking good. That, that's yeah. a plus on you, sir. Yeah, they did. I thought it looked good. I thought the graphics in the movie were good. Again, I went to see it for Jim Carrey, and I got the Jim Carrey I wanted to. I could always use more of him, but there's enough of him in there. There's some really like belly laugh Jim Carrey moments in the movie, and that's exactly what I wanted from it. Uh, Sonic was likable. Actually, what I really enjoyed was James Marsden plays uh, the like the the best friend, the the, the guy character, and like the jewelry. Curious George thing. Yeah. Curious George. Curious George. Curious George. <laughs> he's going. He's going to the jury. <laughs> he plays the you know the normal character or whatever, and he's a super nice guy. And I also think James Marsden's underrated as an actor. I don't think he gets that his guy, team, man. That he's guy, a great Cyclops. Yeah. Oh, dude. Yeah, and they, they fucked him so bad yeah. on that fucking Pass through Logan. Oh, oh my god. I grew a beard. He could have been. Great. He died. could have been. He could have been like the the, the the epitome of Cyclops. And unfortunately, yeah. Brian Singer was in the pools too much. Dude, I cannot. Boys. I can't. Oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's all in the books. <laughs> it's all in the books. <laughs> I'm still so pissed that we never. You sound like fucking the Killer Clowns from Mars. Candy. <laughs> but uh, I can't believe we never got the the, the X Men animated series version of Cyclops with the blue with the yellow belt going across. Dude, great. Imagine this though, not like maybe when Marvel, you know, well Marvel has it now. If when they reboot it, it'll be like. There you go. There you go. Well, that's how it starts. Yeah. But imagine if they did that with the classic costumes. Yeah. Well, and they even made fun of it in the original X, but we're getting way off topic. But he's like, yeah. what would you prefer, yellow spandex? <laughs> There's not a lot to talk about with Sonic, though, except for that. It's, it, did he get rings? It was good. Yeah, he had rings, and he would use them as portals. Really? Like, he would throw the ring, and he can go into different worlds. And did that, he eat that's onion why the rings, rings too? <laughs> <laughs> One ring to rule them all. Oh. But no, he looked good. The graphics looked good. Uh, it was a fun movie. It was a kid's movie, and it was it brought for kids what I think you would want it to bring to kids. Uh, it was it was cool to watch him go ham a couple times and and it was the only thing that I'll take away from this movie honestly I didn't expect much out of it honestly and and I'll give I'll give it a a seven mm -hmm. I, I thought it was good and I love the Jim Carrey stuff didn't expect did much it, going in did it leave room for sequels uh yeah yeah oh. yeah so uh, and they could do that if they want to I don't know I think it's doing pretty well at the box office I don't know but uh, the only knock I have against the movie in all seriousness is. They uh, they totally ripped off Quicksilver uh, in X Men. They did the thing where every and they did it like four times yeah. where everything would slow down and he would just jump around and like move stuff out of the way. Oh yeah, and all that. Well, that's a cool ass scene. I mean, if you're gonna copy somebody, but they, I mean, they they, they have sweet dreams are made of this. No, like <laughs> they didn't do that. But there's a bar scene that's pretty funny that that happens in a bar fight and he goes around and just fucks with everybody. But it was, I mean, it was so straight up a rip off of that and they did it so many times I was like come on guys be a little bit more original but no I give it a 7.0 because if, if you want if you go see it and you, or maybe if you rent it probably for the best if you just want some that awesome off the hook Jim Carrey that's just having fun and having a good time uh, it's it's worth it for that alone trust me cool beans uh, and cool that beans. brings us into something I want to talk about really quick how do you rank Jim Carrey not not his best movies just like the funniest. His funniest movies. Like, how do you rank them? I mean, that's really hard, though, because that's a loaded gun here, Jim, and I'm not ready yet. We're playing Russian Roulette. Oh, fucking Night of the Sentinels. I think number, uh, number one's got to be Ace Ventura. Yeah, it's got to be. But see, yeah, Ace Ventura at number one, but then again, you all... No, no, no. Okay, Ace Ventura... I put let's put two and one together as one. Okay, I don't yeah, want to. I, I would go with Ace Ventura, but then okay, where do you feel with Ace Ventura with Liar Liar and the Mask? Oh, Liar Liar, so good. I, I I'm see gonna, toners. I see toners. Uh, <laughs> 
I want to talk those things like sugar. Like, I, I, like, you know, let's not rank them. How about we just throw them in the... No, the, I want to rank them. Well, we can't. I want to. Take too fucking long. Number one is the Ace Venturas, because I think that was... Dude, Both of them? Both of them. Put them together. Yeah, okay. One performance. One package. Uh, number two... I gotta go, dude. Peanut? Yes, I have some right here. They're carry-on, but I, they're bulky, <laughs> but I can see they're carry-on. I gotta go Dumb and Dumber, I think. That's, but that's more Jeff Daniels with him, too. Jeff Daniels was hilarious. That's, that's why I put Ace Ventura above it, but he still was great. But Liar Liar? I, I put Dumb and Dumber above Liar Liar, yeah, as performance-wise goes. Uh, and then, honestly, dude, I... And I love Liar Liar. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. I would put Cable Guy at number three. That's a weird one. That's a quirky one. Like I liked it. It was just it was really outside the norm. But he had some great soft peanut, soft peanut. No, it was good. It was just he was weird. Like I, I think the like to me the funniest performances that he's ever done. Like especially where it like embodies like Jim Carrey. Like he is a cartoon character come to life. It would be Ace Ventura, both of them in one. Then it would be The Mask. Because again, like I think that's just playing to his strengths. I get it. Like, he's, a, not, he's a weird character. Like he's a he's a cartoon character. I'm not Number a mask three, fan. I loved it, dude. I, I love I like the mask. Like I love the movie. I, I like the mask in his performance. They called me Cuban bit. It's kind of the beat, but it's not. There was something evil, and I know the mask is supposed to be. It's supposed to be, but there was something evil underneath it that, like, it was so cartoony mixed with such evil on the other side. I think that I never get into it like I did his other movies. It was weird that, like, if they had gone that direction though, because you know the mask itself, the comic book was the graphic novel was fucking dark. I like, and you know, like Jim Carrey wanted to do darker films. I wonder if that would have been appealing to him to make like his comedy with mixed with like dark you know, black humor in it. Yeah. I don't know. But yeah, I would go with The Mask and then my third would be Liar Liar. I just think that's I mean, he's, he's like, hey Fletcher, what's up? Dude? Your cholesterol fatty, keep on walking. <laughs> or dead man walking. <laughs> I, 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 baseball I stuff. He's like, baseball stuff. It's like, the goddamn pit is blue. Uh, I'd have got him too. And he was, he's like, uh, your, your jugs are huge. I want to suck them. <laughs> he's like, I'm taking this. <laughs> he's sucking like a baseball turkey. Yeah, I still do that to say. He's like, how much is that? 240? He's like, I don't even sleep at night. <laughs> Honestly, dude, the more and more we're talking about it, I think I, I wasn't giving enough credit. I will put Liar Liar above Cable Guy. But, but I will, but on my fourth, right. on my fourth though, as funniest, uh, I gotta put the Cable Guy in there. That was fucking, it was weird, it was funny. He was like, it's just skin stupid. <laughs> it's just skin. You know that little thing that gets right there? Oh, Billy! <laughs> Almost boogered out that dude because he's like, and that part of it, like he gets in a fight with Matthew Broderick and he punches him. He's like, "You fixed my list," and then he's just like, "You, you son, son of a, of a bitch!" bitch. <laughs> I and then by, uh, yeah, but, like, when, when he finds out that it was a hooker, he was like, "Everything was going so good." It's like I made Scramby X. He's like, "Get out, get out of my right now." <laughs> Yeah, like, well, now we gotta go back to Liar Liar. He's like, I have unpaid parking tickets. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, it's so good. He's like, I guess, my teacher says the beauty's on the inside. That's just something ugly people say. It's like, oh, I should have said that. <laughs> yeah, the liar, liar, they do. Yeah. Um, and then uh, honestly, so it'd be Cable Guy. No, actually, it'd be Dumb and Dumber then Cable Guy as my fifth. Yeah, I, I'm gonna go. So we got Ace Ventura. Um, number two was um, Dumb and Dumber for me. Number three was it's gonna be liar liar. Yeah. Number four, cable guy. Number five. Yes, man. That's yeah. I think it's yeah. That's a good yes, one. Yes, man. It's underrated as fuck. When he puts that table, it's like. Oh, dude. Uh, me, myself, and Irene. Oh fuck, that's a great dude, one too, that's man. That's hilarious as fuck, dude. I, I don't know. Like, oh, you said. 
It takes more time to prepare. Uh, but you, you, you stick with your five, though. Yeah, you gotta stick I with did. your five. I so, I, yeah, so that's my five. Uh, my five were uh, the Ace Ventura package deal, the mask, um, liar, liar. Dumb and Dumber, and then the Cable Guy. Yeah. But dude, me, myself, and Irene is fucking. Yeah. It's so good. Yeah, I can't believe you would pick Yes Man over me, myself, and Irene. I didn't mean to. How did you forget? I forgot. How did you forget it? I forgot about. I forgot God about me, myself, and Irene. And you know, uh, you know, his classic uh, when he was early on, uh, uh, Once Bitten. That's a great fucking movie yeah. too. That's well, and also movie, we're not the, again. We're talking about best comedic performances. Yeah, just, yeah the, and not best movies. Eternal Sunshine is all that's fucking amazing. Or you belly laugh and fart in front of people and you don't mean to. I don't even mind watching him in the number twenty three. You know, like, I I, mm. I just love Jim Carrey so fucking much. I watch him anything. But yeah, okay. So uh, uh, moving on. Uh, so Sonic was good. I'd say go see it if you want to see a crazy Jim Carrey performance, or if you want to take your kid to see a movie that you'll enjoy watching too. Definitely I've had go better. See it. <laughs> <laughs> I'm recovering from a bad sexual episode. I had well, you're time. young. It'll happen. <laughs> but. Um, <laughs> Do you remember he was like <laughs> <laughs> He's like my my case is simply this <laughs> I'm kicking my own ass, do you mind? He's like a pedantic bastard. Oh dude, fun with Dick and Jane. Oh Fuck, that's so a good one too. God, I'm a bad father. <laughs> oh wait. I am I'm a bad father. father. No, you're not. <laughs> when they kiss, he's like Deleted. <laughs> uh, so and, and, uh, fun with Dick and Jay, dude, when he found out he was going to be indicted and he just ran around the house like mad. He was like, I'm going to be indicted. <laughs> and then when he stood on the table and he was like, I'm a corporate puppet. Oh, he's like, I'm still thinking Liar Liar when he was up there because uh, fucking uh, Jennifer Tilly was in it, dude. He's like, Saddle, 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 saddle. <laughs> It's like one man, seven man, yeah, whatever. <laughs> Hit me again, Ike. <laughs> I love this. Oh so man, we could quote that forever, but yeah, Jim Carrey, he's the funniest man that's ever existed, and I'll fight you if you say different. But uh, okay, so moving on real quick. Uh, how much? I want to make sure we're not running out of battery. Okay, we're gonna be okay. Okay, we're gonna be. It's gonna be fine. It's gonna be okay. okay. All right. So next up, we have a review for our uh, for our Patreon sponsor. So we're gonna give Nicole a real quick Patreon salute. Yeah. And we're gonna review her choice, which was American Mary. You guys haven't heard of this? That's a fucked up movie. It's on Tubi TV for free right now. It's one of those free. Whoever. Do you know what? It's true what they say. Med school can be killer. <laughs> <laughs> it's a terrible joke. But yeah, it's Ooh. true. It's Fucked weird. Up. It's it's it. I don't want to spoil it because I like. It feels like one of those movies that like it was like mm -hmm. by the wayside kind of thing. Like nobody really talked about. I never heard of it. Yeah, uh, I'd seen the poster for it because fucking that girl's hot as hell. Like, the why are you lying? Who? The just <laughs> goddamn fitness blue. I love the way you make them. <laughs> You're welcome. <laughs> uh, but no, but uh, Ginger Snaps, uh, 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 Ginger Snaps Fame, the girl that played in that one, the red hair girl, is the main uh, girl in this. It's a really fucked up. Um, I don't know, uh, torture porn, but kind but of. it has a kind of like idea, like it, it's got a revenge, it definitely got a revenge plot going through it, and it feels like I spit on your grave with like torture porn. Feel, yeah, it feels like American Psycho directed by Takashi Mike, kind of, and it's directed by the Soska sisters who just did a remake of Rabbit, by the way. But but I don't want to spoil it because it's, it's a really good movie. We'll go like, spoil it through this because I agree with you, dude. Yeah, it's okay. a really I want people to see it because yeah. and, and like you know the thing is the first thing I noticed like while I was watching I was like oh shit. Had the touch behind me. But then you're like, oh shit. When you're watching it, you're like, damn, that's fucking that's dark. It's but you don't see, way. you don't go, it doesn't get too graphic on it. Like you're I'm a, I was afraid that it was gonna get like fucking like nasty. Like um, Real 
nasty. What's that one? A, a, a Serbian film. Like it was gonna get fucking gross. Yeah. Like they were gonna show too much. I'm like, I can't, I can't swatch it. <laughs> I can't see this. I got spaghettios I gotta eat. Don't touch my spaghetti. <laughs> <laughs> but, yeah. but a quick plot real quick so there's a girl uh, and she's she's kind of emo and goth already she's a little on the dark side mm -hmm. um, but she's she's working her way through med school to become a surgeon uh, and she's having money issues and she's got this asshole fucking uh, professor who's like don't fuck up don't fuck up he's such a dick to her he's horrible to her but she's really good at what she does and she really loves what she does uh, but basically one thing leads to another you can't give that part away. Yeah, I won't. I won't. You gotta be careful with uh, that. She, she, she needs extra money, so she goes to a, a strip club. She finds to, Betty Boop. She, yeah, she's trying to, Literally. Make, she's trying to make some extra money, but while she's there interviewing, they need her assistance for something illegal because he knows that she's a surgeon. So they give her a large amount of money for that, and she does a good job fixing the dude up. And the next thing you know, these fucking people with these crazy fucking requests, like this one girl wants to be made into a doll. She wants to have her shit cut off. Dude. Everything cut off. And they said, you can take out the bits too, and you see that shit slopping on the ground. You see it on the ground. You see vagina fall, pieces of vagina fall on the ground. And the trauma in the ER. And the foot, it's like kibbles and Get her a mop. It's awful. Uh, but that's, uh, what that, uh, oh, I can't do it, that was too much. Because when you go. Yeah, she she becomes in a way like uh, the mobs, and they're not the mob, but she comes like the mobs version of a surgeon. So like people who want some crazy body modifications done that no working surgeon will do for them, they start to go to her, and yeah. she starts getting entwined with this world. Then something fucking crazy happens, and then it becomes a revenge That's type when it story. That's got weird though. And and exactly yeah. when people were starting to come to her for like crazy shit. Well, that was fine. Were, that was awesome. That was great. And I was I, fucking. I, I was in. like, this is something different, and I'm down for it because you know she deserves. It. And then when it got to the point where like the revenge plot kind of picked in, or yeah. like, well, not the revenge plot, but the other kind of, re there's two revenge plots going on. There's too much revenges. One revenge of the sin, revenge of the action, movie. revenge of everything. Oh, check that out too. <laughs> you think you couldn't get enough vengeance? Uh, but uh, we also use uh, on our YouTube channel, Revenge of the Action Movie, little pieces of the gun that killed the wham. <laughs> but no, uh, but yeah. So. But the other part of the revenge story that comes in toward the second half of the film, it's just too much. Like, I don't know. Like, and it feels like it's so rushed in. Like, yeah. you no, know, because it, it feels like when that part happened, it just felt like, I don't know what else to do. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's like, because you can, you can, like, honestly, what I would have done is I probably would have let her have a different ending. Like, I think that I would have gone in a way that was like, yeah, I feel like this can go this way because it makes sense rather than just rush it to, like, closure. Yeah. I think so that's too. what I feel like. Is like I feel like they wanted to close it because it's like when I yeah I just I, let's just well, close. It. I think they honestly and and I really think that they were really going for this American Psycho feel that mm. they had because the first half of the movie starts out as just like a really interesting plunge into this dark world and really fucked up stuff. And again, the gore, it's not it, it's some of it is so fucking off putting and they shot it amazingly. Like that one scene we were talking about where <laughs> you could see certain parts but not other parts. The way that they shoot, I was like, I can't get behind you on this one, Jim. Oh, shit, oh, I do. I, I fucking, I couldn't even hear it because it was so nasty. Oh. I muted that shit when on fucking subtitles. Like, I would watch it like this. Dude, when it hit the floor. But even when I saw it, I go. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> but I was like, yeah, Shepard D. They even had, you know, the, the name of the movie American Mary, the cover, the white backdrop. They're really going. You know for why it. they did American Mary? No. Because they're a French Mary? Yes, well, there was a British Mary. No, uh, because I think it was, I'm not 100%, I'm just, I'm assuming, but because uh, that one girl that wanted to look like a doll, aesthetically, yeah. American, aren't they called American dolls or, or something like that? Yeah, I think that came later, though. 
No, I think it was before. You just don't get it, I, do I, you? I think you they, just don't get it. <laughs> I think they had their stop. <laughs> but I think they had their own original movie going really well up about, up until about the half point uh, of this. Mm. And and I think it was going really well. And it was really original, and I was super interested and also freaked out. Without and put off. Yeah, I was like, I'm not gonna have dude, sex for a week. Yeah, dude, there was some for two days. Gnarls Barkley, but this dive into the deep underworld uh, body modification almost had. 8mm feel to it at certain points uh, I was super interested into the story and then it felt like they made a, a purposeful pivot to do the American Psycho thing and it became a biopic halfway through and it was all about like her story exact just her story yeah. and it was about like it was almost like an origin story uh, in a way all, just like what they did with uh with christian bale and uh an american psycho it went that route with just crazy off the hill stuff and the, there's even a detective and there's very there's a lot of similarities well that didn't even go anywhere like that's that that, yeah. that was the thing like they would introduce characters in the second part of the film that like I know why they have to be there for, but it really isn't adding any anything to the plot. And I think that the characters that suffered for it, I think I wanted to see more of Lance. Like Lance was fucking cool, man. It's yeah. like shrimp and titties, <laughs> shrimp and titties. <laughs> like, I'll, I, and then and there, there's one moment I don't want to give it away, uh, but he's talking to her, and he's and he, you know he's just the enforcer, but he's talking to her about the story about you know his mother uh -huh. and about this bastard that broke into her, his mother's house, and the way that he tells his story. And the way that he's like, don't you ever fucking feel bad about this? I loved it, dude. I was like, that guy is underrated as fuck as an actor. Like, dude, he looked like Danny Trejo on Serotonin. Like, he was like fucking, <laughs> like, and he had, like, dude, he, he was a good actor, though. Like, he just, uh, he fit that role. And I was like, man, I wanted to know more about him. I want more concentration on there. But also, the owner of the strip club that she goes and works for. That whole story. Me. It was kind of like whatever. Yeah. But the guy. He was <laughs> the guy, good, though. He was great. The, 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 the guy that owned it. By the way, this strip club is one of the most skankiest strip clubs I've ever seen in my life. They got shrimp and titties, for one thing. Two, it looked like a Texas roadhouse that had been renovated to make a strip club. <laughs> and three, that guy looked like Oscar Isaac fucked goddamn jo Johnny Knoxville and had a cocaine baby. No, dude, he, like, he, he, like, he looked like Johnny Knoxville mixed with Oscar Isaac. Like, that, that reminds me of the two guys that he was. He looked like the main dude from Empire Records. Um, he did. Uh, fuck, Katie, what's that guy's name? She's not even there. She's gone. The, the main guy from Empire Records with the long hair that's like, I don't have to explain my art to you, Warren. Looked at the, the J, well, TJ. And he wasn't bad at all. Like, he was a good, like, he was a good actor. But again, yeah. that whole situation. And plus, you got the Cenobite twins. Like, I don't, I don't know. Like, <laughs> Those are the directors of the movie, by the way. They, yeah. they look like Cenobite twins. Yeah. Uh, they, they do, like, some weird, gnarly shit, too. And, it, I, like, and you know, honestly, toward the second half of the film, I thought they were going to be the ones behind a lot of it. Yeah. Because they didn't like the way. Because you didn't get to see the full on uh, transformation. Yeah, I, I, I thought the like same I saw thing. the picture. I'm like, that looks like a goddamn Blair Witch project that like listened to yeah. like um, Kiss. Yeah, I was, I was I was enjoying watching this this girl thrown into this underground world of this crazy shit, and all of a sudden they wanted to make her super shredder. <laughs> I, was like, I, I feel like I feel like that. Well, yeah, and it also felt like because uh, when it started off, and I, I she goes through some trauma and things happen, and I know that that would immediately change her whole persona and her whole outlook on life, and so she embraces you know this new lifestyle. But I feel like it got so like it just shotgunned the fuck out in the second half. Like yeah. it's immediately like she's into it. You and know what all, I mean? Like, yeah. I'm like, all right, you know what? I don't because at first it makes sense because she's like, I gotta have money, I gotta do this for student loans because those student loans are fucking gangsters anyway. Uh, and she's doing this for it makes sense. And you're like, I get it. But then they throw in weird shit like her her nana. You know what I mean? Like, and it's yeah. like, okay, well that's the character, and I get that character, and I get where they're going, and then all of a sudden they're like fucking shot. 
shotgun blast, bitch. Yeah. Sex machine. <laughs> and then it's like, she's into it now, and she's like, and dude, there, there's one part specifically, and I, it's not, well, I can't say, but there's a moment when she offers water to the detective, and she's going to do something, and I'm like, why would you even do that? I was like, yeah, that makes zero sense, because yeah. you're going to fuck yourself in the yeah. end, and it makes, and you've already got a good thing going. Like, why would you literally put yourself in that harm's yeah. way? Honestly, there were several pl places they could have taken. I didn't remind the revenge storyline. Like, up to that point, I didn't I didn't even mind that part. No, it makes sense. When they diverted, now we're going to divert from the revenge storyline into a love story? Yeah. Like, what was that shit? That's the second time. There will not be a third. <laughs> but no, uh, I, I think that she was playing him. I think that she was pretty much like, I'm not interested in you and I never will be yeah. because I know where our relationship is. It's platonic. It's a business thing. But then remember when she was talking to the girl. That's true. She was like, you got caught at the wrong time. That was weird. That part, I fucking hated that yeah. part, dude. Because why would you, like, so... In my that's why I think they were trying to go to American Psycho. Because what remember I, the bathroom scene where the dad's like, Ugh. you know what? I, 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 I have to return some videotapes. <laughs> I'm like that blockbuster. Uh, I know you guys might disagree, but in a way, I feel like she was like an anti-hero. Yeah, you know what? In a way, like a fucking weird, fucked up anti-hero. Yes, true. And then they turn, turn but into then somebody they turn who's it, too cool for the cool. No, well, yeah, it's like I got my schooling stung. <laughs> now it's time to fucking Freddy Kruegerson. <laughs> but it was like that was so weird, though. It was such a shit. Dog the bounty holder. I'm gonna scalp with your fucking scalp. Uh, but no, it, it, it got to a point where it's like, all right, so you established the character that it should have been the anti-hero. Or the anti-hero, uh, and if you want to be whatever, but that like I was down for that. I'm like I get this. Like this is cool. Like this is fucking awesome. It's kind of like a mafia story with like its own like twisting kind of. Uh, uh, but you gotta slow build that. But shit. But then you go into like she's just fucking Edward Scalpel Fingers, and she wants to cut everybody, and she's a bad guy. And you sir, two sir. How about a shave? Yeah, it's it's weird. <laughs> like, it's like Edward Penis Hands. I have to scratch my ass. <laughs> Did you see that meme? Anyway, uh, sorry. It happens, but yeah, it, like I feel like the, the the character arc that they were going with her, like they completely abandoned it in the second half. Like yeah. they were like, we don't like this. Let's just we'll we'll just film what we really wanted to do from the very beginning and fuck that shit because yeah. we can't go back and film it because we don't have any money. But th that's the problem. If they had stuck with the original idea of that character and uh -huh. kept it that way throughout the entire film, I think it would have been like a lot of people would. It's not, I'm not saying the movie's not classic. I mean, it is. It's, it's got some good it's stuff. Super to it. good. Like, it, I'm not gonna say classic. It's a good yeah. movie, but it's classic. It's classic underrated cult film. I actually, I, you can't even call it classic because this is the first time I've even heard about it. But it should probably be more of a more of a known cult film. I think if it, I think that if they had stuck to their guns with the original idea with yeah. the character and and the but story, I, maybe it would have been. Even but. with his flaws, though, even with his flaws, there was so much cool shit in the first half of this film, and you, you care enough to. That the second half of the film's not horrible, even though I didn't love it. That the movie is it wrong up, that I got a boner every time she kills somebody? Showing. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, ultimately, I think it ends up as a seven point five as a movie because they had some amazing ideas. And watching this, no trailer, no nothing, just going in yeah, blind. That's pretty cool. It, I found it weird, dude. Like as soon as I turned the movie on, it had me hooked. For the for seventy five percent of the movie, I was totally hooked. I was like, "Oh shit!" And I was actually like, "I don't know what's gonna happen next. Anything could happen. I could take my shirt I, off. I, I maybe was, I, will." I was afraid uh, of uh, of what you'd done there, Missy, when you requested this movie because I, 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 I totally was thinking like there's gonna be some fucked up antichrist moment where you get the genital shot and the cock like with the with the rock. <laughs> I, that's how I say it. And you're cock gonna, with the rock. The, the antichrist. Did you not William Defoe? 
Oh yeah, Dude, no, they I, smash I, 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 all I heard was cock with the rock. Yeah, they smash his wing. He's even with Take a rock. Socks, but get on a rock. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, so I didn't know or Serbian film. I didn't know what you got. Like I didn't know what I was getting yeah. into. But overall, some crow vibes. Did you get some crow vibes? Uh, I got a little American Psycho, a little bit of the crow vibes in this movie. Maybe I, maybe City Angels. No, you go there with. That's still good. City Angels. Iggy Pop. Uh, I got Iggy well, so Pop. This I got Iggy Pop vibes. I would take this over City of Angels. Oh no, dude! I don't love City. I, I gotta rewatch. Ah, uh, yeah, I gotta you, got, you may be careful. I got my goo. Be careful. Go get yourself a sandwich and calm down. Maybe get a little piece of coffee. A little piece of crumb cake. A piece of crumb cake. No, I'll give the movie a seven point oh. I like. I liked it. I think it was cool. I think that if they had stuck with the original story, like I think they they were trying to go for, I think it would be more well received. I think that it would have been a more well rounded movie. The girl was great. Like she's a great actress. Uh, the characters were good. Like everybody did a really good job, honestly, um, in their parts. Even the freaks. And like I mean, some especially people, especially the freaks. They, they, really uh, cool. Some people are like, are they freaks, dude? You a freak? No, they're freaks. Okay, uh, especially the girl that wanted to look like Betty Boo. And I even, dude, before I even knew that she was supposed to be Betty Boo, I said, what the stretch mark Betty Boop is that? And she's like, I'm supposed to be Betty Boop. I'm like, oh, I was on the point. I didn't. I was just like, what the fuck? I, I couldn't. I did. I did, I did like the part. There's, I couldn't take there's it. one part where the one girl wants to have like she wants to anatomically look like a doll when she takes her clothes off. Yeah. Meaning, so her vagina shut this is not giving this away this is one part but she wait till she, you see it yeah there's she so wants much to, more she wants to sh like literally take her nipple like look like a doll when she takes her shit off because she doesn't want to be a sexual object yeah and her husband finds out and i'm not going to give anything else yet, but i always feel like when the husband sees that and he gets all fucking pissed like you know that because <laughs> you know he's like well i guess we're going to go to the poop shoot because you didn't sew that up <laughs> poop shoot boogie <laughs> what the fuck is movie poop shoot <laughs> moviepoopshoot.com is part of the internet but anyway yeah it, it's it's a solid film though and I'm really glad that you recommended it because again I I might have passing heard this I might have uh, maybe watched it a long time ago and I definitely remember the cover art though like I definitely she looks all sexy with her nurses thing I got it I got the cover art confused with American Psycho 2 with Mila Kunis oh I knew that one so that's why I was she just has the knife doing this but this, this bitch rides like on a hook a, she's riding on a syringe the Riddler woo but yeah, uh, thank you a lot, uh, and and it was a great. If you guys have never seen this film, definitely do yourself a favor and check it out. Like it's not like, and for you that are queasy like me, and you're kind of like put off about like super genital mutilation. Yeah, it's they not, show some shit though. They show some stuff, but it's but not, it's not gratuitous. It's not bad. I mean, what it's you not too gratuitous. It's mostly what you hear. It's, it's a little gratuitous, huh? It's a little gratuitous, but it's not too gratuitous. There was mm. some shit, man. No, there was some nasty stuff, but yeah. it's more what you hear. It's not what you see. It's what you hear! And then there's all the, like... <laughs> Blade. This ain't Blade. the motherfucking Blade. game! Uh, I'm dirty. Uh, I get all the way down the garbage, but memorize the ticket picture, motherfucker, write a book. I don't give a fuck. <laughs> so, dun, from, dun, 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 dun. I was like, that was from Blaze. Like, yeah, I know. I was thinking, I was thinking DMX. Though. I know, I, uh, but the guy that it was from the Blade Sundrick. I don't know who he was, but anyway, check it out. Yeah, cool beans, definitely man. See it. It's definitely a horror movie that you should see. It's it's definitely worth a watch. So Nicole, one more time, we give you the Patreon. So wing. Oh shit! You fucked it up. Oh, I forgot what he said. What do we watch, bitch? It says here you're a slut who doesn't deserve any dinner. Carry the two. Fuck you. Did you talk to my mom? Yes. <laughs> what did you watch this week, Jay? A lot of shit. I watched... I watched Star Wars. I watched all the Star Wars. I watched Solo. 
for the first time ever. So you know what? It wasn't that bad. It wasn't that bad. No, it really wasn't. Um, uh, the guy that played Solo, it was a boring story, no doubt. And Amelia Clark couldn't act her way out of a dragon's butthole. But it was a, it was a deep. No, she's hot, but it was she's a terrible actress. But. The guy that played Solo was good. Paul Bettany was a great bad guy, and Woody Harrelson rocked the shit out of it. He always does. White men can't jump, but I can shoot a fucking three-pointer. Don't you know? But he was good. Um, he was great. And um, I, I also watched... Uh, oh, um, April got... Um, she got uh, Into Darkness, or Heart of Darkness, was the, the documentary. In Search of Darkness. In Search of the Darkness. The 80s doc. Yes, I watched that too. What do you give, what do you give Solo? Ooh. I mean, for the ending, huh? <laughs> I was thinking and then it scared me. Uh, I, I, I'd give it a 6.5. It's it's not it's not a bad movie. It really isn't a bad movie. And the guy, like, the mannerisms, he's got them down. Like, you don't really see Harrison Ford, but you kind of get the feel of Harrison Ford. Like, he did a good job with the role. The, it, the story was just bad. And the, But, dude, there was a really cool ending. Uh, like, when the bad guy, the ultimate bad guy is revealed. I didn't spoil it. It's big enough. No, 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 no. You can spoil it. It's on Netflix. Do it. Uh, Darth Maul. Uh, and I'm assuming it's Darth Why'd Maul. Why don't you spoil it? Well, fuck. You told me to. Now I'm fucking an asshole. Piece of shit. But anyway, uh, Darth Maul's in it uh, at the very end. Uh, That's yeah. actually dope. We, we talked about this. Yeah, it was Sorry, cool. Dude, it was cool. Um, yeah, and then... That's um, cool. I do want to see In Search Maul. of Darkness was actually really, really well done. Did you guys watch the whole thing? Yeah. It's like three and a half hours. Four long. hours. Fuck. It was fucking good, though, man. I can't wait to Like, watch it, it felt like um, it, it had the same vibe as... Uh, the, the Nightmare on Elm Street the documentary. Never Sleep Again? Never Sleep Again. It kind of had that vibe going for it. And, like, dude, it was, dude, it's really well done. Dude, they go to each movie and, like, of the of the decade, and then they showcase that movie and they talk about it. They talk about the effects. They talk about the, the environment. They talk about, they talk about you know, what people were expecting Don't and, get out and how they were able to do this and that. And do they have interviews with a lot of cool celebrities? Uh, dude, motherfucking Alex Winter is on it. Oh, for really? Lost Boys. Oh, that's dope. And then, they, dude, they had um, uh, motherfucking Dr. Chalice is on it, too. Tom Atkins? Tom Atkins. Yeah, I, knew, I did know well, that. Well, he was on there for Halloween 3, and then he was on there uh, for um, Thrill Me. Night of the Comet? Yeah, uh, was it Night of the Comet? No, uh, it, was, no uh, it, was, it was the sorority. Um, oh, my fuck, dude. Um, oh, my God, we, we just reviewed, reviewed it. it. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember it either. Shit! <laughs> but, dude, he said that was his favorite performance. Your dates are here. Dude, he said that was his favorite performance, hands down, right. of, of, bad, of any though. character that he did. Uh, but, yeah, dude, it, it's really well done, and uh, they did a great Not job. Not the Creeps. Not the Creeps, yeah. And, and they did a really good job with that. And they, and they talk about the effects. They talk about uh, they talk about the best uh, werewolf transformation, because it goes back between American Werewolf in London and The Howling. Yeah. And, then, and dude, a, a really cool thing about it, too, is they talk about the video stores and how, like, like how cool it was in the video store days where, like, it was painted kind of on the on the cover art because they're like we know that we had to draw you in somehow because everything nowadays like you know scream or those are great movies or i know what you did last summer like, one lady was talking about like i guess she was a marketing uh somebody like a marketed or something like in the 80s uh she was like it just looks like they're you know they're very soul you know sullen and they, and they're they, they pose them in a way and it looks like that it's like you don't get the painted kind of covers anymore and i think the howling um, the, the director's on there. I think he talks about it. He says that they they had the image of um, well, there's two different images where it, the the claws are coming through like a curtain, and you see a woman screaming behind yeah. it. And then in Europe, there's a werewolf face. But he was like, it's werewolves and supernatural. But he was like, we wanted to draw people in because we wanted people to take a you know chance on it. Did anybody throw in Fright Night and the transformation in that one? Um, no, because that had a badass. Werewolf it did, but, but really, I mean, when they talk about werewolf transformations, yeah. it's between either American Werewolf yeah. in London or That's The fair. Howling. 
And I gotta say, like, honestly, when you see the clips, though, do American Werewolf in London is fucking brutal and it's gross, but yeah. the howling is really well done, too, because that's, like, some good shit. But I don't know, it's a great documentary if you get a chance to check that out. I have it, I, I got it, I just haven't had a chance to watch yeah, it. Yeah, it's really, really fucking What do you get? Oh, that one's a 9.5. Ooh. Like, it's fucking Thanks, good, dude. Because they go, and dude, it's not just that, they go, they go through, like, and there were some movies I hadn't heard of before, and they were they were showcasing them. But you know, like those movies before, like they they showcase them, and you're watching, and you're like, that looks really familiar. Like you get this in this, like you get this feel like familiar feel to it, and it might be one of those movies that you might have watched once, but it's just reminding you. I, yeah, I, I, it was really nice. it was really cool. That's what I like about like uh, Crystal Lake Memories and uh, Never Sleep Again. Well, they, got, they start from 1980, and they go they work their way down to 89. Oh, that's dope, man. Yeah, yeah I'm gonna have to watch that really soon. Did you watch anything else? Piece of shit? Oh, yeah. I, I've been watching a lot of uh, porn. Um, it's called Coming Outside. Uh, it's called uh, Come to Me Quietly. And then I, I also watched... Um, <laughs> they don't even have those names anymore. If you look at porn now, know, it's, it's horrific. It's horrific. You can't look at a porn without them being like, Hey, I fucked my stepsister. Well, no, I, like, it's all, it's, everybody's like familial fucking. It's like nobody's just having sex anymore. Ghost in the cock. <laughs> but no, yeah, I, I take that. I, I watched, uh, like, I don't know. I don't really watch... I watched, uh, you know, the Star Wars movies. Oh, I did watch The Karate Kid. Oh, I know that I know for Revenge of the Action movie, but I've seen that movie so many fucking times. That movie is so good. Well, we just did Sidekick, so we got a while. Yeah, we get but that movie's so good. Like, and I always cry at the end. It's like, Mr. Miyagi, we did it. He's like, mm. <laughs> <laughs> and then, yeah, I, like Mr. Miyagi always reminded me of like a little uh, Yoda, an Asian man Yoda, because he yeah. was like, outside your weapon, yeah, because he pushes him in the water. I watched Brett Favre meet Mr. Miyagi on the sidelines once. Dude, he's great. Pat, cool. uh, Pat Moriata is is fucking like. He's a treasure, and I'm, I'm really, I'm really, I'm really, super, I really hate that he died. But dude, he's great. Uh, Karate Kid was awesome, and then I guess overall, like just watching uh, YouTube videos, Reddit. I watch. Uh, if you, I don't know if you guys ever see it, like a Reddit users ask uh, celebrity encounters, or and they, and this like auto like um, the autofill Google thing. No, it's not autofill Google. It's like we're like a, a, a like a robot voice talks in like you know people's experiences and they just oh, yeah. read off reddit but dude there's some funny shit on there they were talking about like what's the biggest asshole celebrity you've ever met then this guy was like i don't know if it's a asshole or just awesome he's like one time i was in new york and i saw this really good looking guy walking towards me with sunglasses on and a really uh just a recognizable chin and then all of a sudden i realized it was bruce campbell and he was walking towards me so i, I had nothing to say and i was i was starstruck and i was like hey you're bruce campbell and he's like without missing a stride he pulled his shades down just a bit and without like again a breaking stride and the say in the bruce campbell way was like somebody's gotta be and, he, <laughs> and he's like so is bruce campbell an asshole yes is he awesome fuck yeah uh, that's the perfect yeah, and then uh, you know there's other things like uh jerry seinfeld but wait though like when you're listening to these are you listening to these recounts in the robot voice yeah it's the robot so voice. the whole time you gotta sit there and listen to this fucking robot be like i saw bruce campbell coming down the street yeah but it's funny uh, it's, that sounds awful no it's funny because it, it's it's also how it, it enunciates certain things like uh there was one like they were uh, uh, what was it a uh, PA uh, well, if you're on a set and you're directing uh, PA would be a physical or, or anomaly yes I can't remember physician's assistant yes all of those things but, but, it, but it, doesn't, it doesn't know how to recognize it so it says paw because one time I was working on a movie set and I was a paw and moving it's you got to get over that but other, otherwise the stories are great there was one about um, Jerry Seinfeld and somebody was like I uh, Jerry Seinfeld was doing uh, you know a show and he killed it it was great and I, and I got off the you know I was waiting behind I waited for him and I was like hey man you did great on, on I love your stuff and you did great and he was like I'm aware 
Like, and people are like, that doesn't make him an asshole. That just falls in line with Jerry Seinfeld. He was like, yeah, I'm aware. I know I did good. Yeah. And what's the deal with baby peanuts? They should never give them to babies. <laughs> <laughs> but that's. I don't think I could watch that, dude. No, it was, but it, the stories Scoot were over the, the, the story. Made me uncomfortable. The stories were what was what was good about it. So. Yeah. But what did you watch, bitch? That's what I've been waiting for the world to ask. I was hoping. Thank you. Thanks. Let's be bored into eternity. That reminds me of a scene from Sonic where he's like, Is that all you got? And Jim Carrey's like, No, but thank you for asking. <laughs> he like shoots a missile out of it, so it's great. Uh, but no, I watched, dude, do you remember this movie? Charlie Sheen and uh, a little celebrity who you had a run in with, Hot Sharefest. No. Mm. No. Um, Chrissy Swanson. Christy In The Chase. Yeah, dude, I, is that the one where he kidnaps her and then they fall in love? Yeah. And, he, and she's trying to get back to her daddy, but then they, yeah. Yeah, dude. That's, good. That's a great movie. Amazing That's a movie. movie. Amazing movie. Uh, it's on Amazon Prime because I was like, what's the best action movies on Amazon Prime? And I saw that and I was like, holy shit. The only thing I remembered about this movie from watching it as a kid was I was always mad because. And Emilio didn't help him out. That too, but I was mostly mad that Charlie Sheen was a bad guy. But now watching as an adult who's had the system fuck him over, as all of us adults have had the system fuck us over before, I realize as an adult now that he wasn't the bad guy, he was the good guy all along. The Chase is, a, dude, it's a 90s movie, he literally, he, when the movie starts out and it picks up from the, from the fucking get, it goes, man, it goes the hard. The second the movie starts, you got Charlie Sheen in a gas station, buying a fucking Butterfinger, next thing you know, two cops walk in and he's hiding his face. They notice who he is because they hear that uh, uh, a convict escaped or whatever. And, and he, then he picks up Buffy the fucking Vampire Slayer, yeah, dude, bro. He grabs Christy Swanson, who... Look, I know Christy Swanson today is Christy Swanson, but She's Christy Swanson in this movie is one of the most gorgeous human beings that She's ever She's a total ten. In this specific movie... Jesus, Lord. But So he grabs her and he, and, he, and he kidnaps her with a Butterfinger bar. And he, and he gets her in the car, and then they go on this high-speed chase, and Ray Wise is her dad. Mm -hmm. And then he finds out that her dad's like one of the... He's basically like uh, Jeff Bezos or whatever uh, of the world. And, uh, dude, Henry Rollins plays one of the cops chasing him, and the fat dude from Jurassic Park... Oh, yeah, the... Uh, is the other so cop. Said, Nobody cares. Nobody cares. <laughs> yeah, is the other cop. And that movie just... It's so good, man. For so long, it's so entertaining. And then... You know, you've got this dynamic between this girl who's this little rich girl who's had everything paid for her, in her entire life and Charlie Sheen who's actually a really good dude. His character's a really good dude, but he just got a bad rap. He got, not framed, but he got wrongly accused of being an armed robber. Thank God they filmed it back before Charlie Sheen was a big raging alcoholic. Otherwise, well, no, they, he was, but he was driving the car. This is basically, yeah, the, the origin story of Charlie Sheen. But the only He's thing about this movie is, Mars. It's, it's amazing and it's so fun. It's so 90s. It's action packed. It's fucking awesome. It's such a great movie. I recommend it to anybody. I give it like, awesome. a, honest to God, I give it an 8.5 out of 10. I got a what? No, they saw me pour the, uh, a, a root beer. Oh, I, th I thought you said you got to slow down. I was like, what do you mean? <laughs> they, <laughs> Quick sense, not I was, trying to, I was trying to do something <laughs> secret and it didn't work. But uh, it's such a fucking good movie, man. Classic 90s movie. You absolutely have to check it out if you've never seen it before. Uh, the ending is a little bit crazy and wild. Uh, but the only thing I, I have to talk about with this film is the sex scene that happens. Because there's a sex scene that happens where literally he's got... A, 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 and this is back in the days when... Uh, when a, like when OJ chase scenes would happen, yeah. and like you'd have a helicopter filming, uh, and you'd be watching the news, and you'd be like, "Oh, honey, come look! There's a high-speed chase!" And that's what they were doing. This was a high-speed chase going down the road, and she crawls over the seat. She's like, "This is probably the only chance we'll ever get." Ooh. She crawls over the seat, and they have sex for like 20 minutes uh, while he's driving a car, a tiny car, like a Ferrari or a Porsche. I think it was a Porsche. Yeah. 
driving a car and they have this whole sex scene. It's the most unbelievable sex scene that I believe has ever graced film. It's There's probably, no way the semantics of that shit works at all. No, it happened. Charlie Sheen probably did that for real. And he and he had a tape Dude, he had a tape deck and when he popped it in when she was riding it, it was Panama. Look, you give me fucking <laughs> um, uh, fucking air uh, uh, Oh air, my uh Panama. All, all I know is you said airhead, so all I can think is Johnny don't oh care my about God. the world we as long him. as he can do his girl. Airheads. No, it wasn't. Uh, I don't know. Who cares? But anyways, you, you give me 20 minutes in a 7-Eleven parking lot, and I could probably figure out the semantics of that situation, but he's in the middle of a high-speed chase, and they have this full-on 20-minute sex scene, and they actually try to make it like romantic and dramatic. The camera pans down, the sun's rising, they're slowly grinding on each other. Henry Rollins is in the cop car behind him like, what is that so swerving everywhere? And he has a black flag, at, like antenna. Fucking insane, man. Van Halen. Oh, okay. That's who it was. Might as well come. Eddie Van Halen. That's the song, right? Mm -hmm. Might as well come. Might as well jump. But you can come, too. At the same time. Where? When you're jumping and coming. <laughs> you ever jumped and came at the same that, time? That was, yeah. Well, I can't stop when I started stings. In, in, uh, in gym class. <laughs> <laughs> he was, we, were, we were doing jumping jacks. It was a chase. fucking awesome. <laughs> yeah, that, um, that's a great movie. I, I fucking love it. Definitely, guys, check that fucking movie out. That's We should do that for a Revenge of the Action movie one day. Yeah. Um, but uh, another movie I watched... Um, because one of you awesome fucks sent uh, the voodoo code for it was DC animated film Batman vs. the Ninja Turtles. Oh, Dude, it's dope. Tonight I dine on Turtles. <laughs> <laughs> but it, dude, the way, and, and it's an animated film, but the, and we all know DC Shredder in owns, it? yeah, dude, Ooh. Shredder and Batman have a one-on-one, -on -one, and Shredder has to use the super fucking old school, uh, ancient, the, the punch that takes as much out of Shredder as it does out of Batman, but Batman's like down for the, it's fucking awesome, man. The way they did that did whole he, thing. Did he really look cool. at Batman, he's like, now I will finish what I did God with the earth. <laughs> <laughs> it was so true to the lore, like all the characters were so fucking good. And, and when 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 uh, Rocco, fuck it. When, when Shredder did super punch him, or whatever, Batman was like he couldn't move, and but it took as much out of Shredder as it did Batman. And Shredder was like, "Don't mess Dude, with me again." The weird thing about Shredder is, like, imagine if he was fighting Batman in this movie and he had like a Venom thing where he could become Super Shredder. And fuck him up. Well, that's kind of the stupid thing that they did was they, they they tied the ooze and shit in with it. But the way they tied the whole story together was dope as fuck. Like the the turtles followed Shredder to Gotham because Shredder had a deal going with Ross. Was it like Al an Gould. alternate dimension that opened up so they could get into Gotham? No, 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 it wasn't uh, that at all. They're all connected. Yeah, they're all. That's it's weird. it's in, in the same universe. So the turtles follow. Shredder to Gotham to try mm. to figure out what he's doing and, Go and Shredder has a deal with Ra's al Ghul because he wants to take like the, the goo, the turtle goo and use it on, and he uses it on Harley Quinn he uses it on the Joker, the only dumb thing about it is he, he takes everybody in Arkham and turns them in, like they, when they take the goo or whatever, it turns them into like rabid animals so it's kind of well, cheesy. Well I mean was the but, animation, did it look good? Yeah dude, it was just like the, the turtles look great, Batman looked great, he was voice great. The voice maxed up? Yeah. yeah it was Kevin Conroy, the whole thing oh. man and it was really interesting because Batman at first is fighting the turtles, so you get to see Batman fight Shredder. You get to see Batman fight the. Well, turtles. that makes sense. Yeah, he would he would fight freaks. And then the, the turtles swim to. They find the Bat Cave and mm -hmm. they swim to it. He's like he's like, how did you find this? And he was like, actually, dude, it was pretty easy. We just like swam here and stuff. <laughs> and there's one point where Michelangelo's like, have some pizza, dude. And Batman's like, there's no time for pizza. <laughs> I can do. Like I loved it. It was so good. If you're into DC animated films and you got forgiveness kids, is divine, but never pay full price for late, late pizza. pizza. And there's even some actually like. There's a little bit of violence. By the way, too. it's weird on Shredder because, you know, in the original, first off, the TMNT comic books are way darker 
way fucking darker. They killed Shredder in the first fucking episode, or the first comic book. Uh, Leonardo either, like, decapitates him or, like, slices him. I mean, he dies quick. Yeah. And it's dark. It's brutal. That's. But I always think it's funny, like, because Shredder is a badass. Like, Shredder is, like, on the level of martial art style and, like, fighting skill on the level of Batman. Yeah. And nobody ever... It's That's funny. what was so cool about that scene, man. Well, so, you know, like, nobody ever, like, well, who would win in a fight between, like, Batman versus Iron Fist or Batman versus Captain America? No one ever says Shredder. No. Shredder That's can it. hold his you own. You get to see it, man. You get to see it. I'll send you the voodoo code. Okay. You gotta watch that shit. Oh, you already used it. Well, I'll just give you my passwords. I don't want it. We'll share passwords. No. Because everybody sends us the voodoo codes, and we'll just share the password. Okay. And we both use the voodoo codes. Well, you already touched it. It'll be like ours, but it'll stay in my house. Okay. But actually, you can use it at your house because that's it's like the subscribe button. <laughs> anyway, God, um, uh, but no. Uh, so the only other stuff I watched. No, you didn't. Listen, I did. No, you didn't. I, I just saw what you fucking did. Listen to me, you son of a bitch. No, you didn't. Did you watch that? <laughs> but no. Uh, so so uh, I, I told you about this. Katie and I are, are, are starting this uh, uh, this podcast, right? Where we're gonna do like. We're gonna, and we'll we'll put it up where you guys can find it or whatever. But can't even do this podcast where we're gonna, we're gonna watch like movies about shit that happens. Like, okay, so for the the idea was, and we got busy and shit happened, and she got sick this week. But the idea was like, so for instance, like Valentine's Day, right? Mm -hmm. Like we were gonna uh, have one episode of the podcast where we talk about like Valentine's Day horror movies. Yeah. And then the other episode of the podcast, like two podcasts a month, maybe we talk about like the true crime shit that happened on Valentine's Day. So it's like life meets fiction, life imitates art type thing, right? So we're watching all those movies. We didn't get to do it yet, but we were watching all those movies, uh, all the Valentine's Day horror movies. So we watched My Bloody Valentine, nineteen eighty one. We do, we know about that one, right? Yeah. But I watched the uh, My Bloody Valentine. My fucking Valentine. I got my Valentine. Ain't no more here to get to. Hearts bleeding. Uh, my Bloody Valentine three D, the remake. I've never seen that. Dude, it's fucking good. Oh. It's not good, but the gore is fucking crazy. And the movie's wild. It's entertaining as shit. Like, I, really I always feel like My Bloody Valentine, though, the first one was, it was good enough to be, like, left alone. You know what I mean? Like, sure. It really didn't need anything else. I mean, yeah, you can update it and make it, like, but... But if I... So, for instance, I've seen that movie four times in the past two years, right? What? The original or... The, the original. Yeah. And I've never seen this one. So, watching this one was actually a fresh tank, and it has uh, Sam... From uh, Regal, uh, <laughs> Lafleur. It has Sam from Supernatural in it, oh. so that was a, a big draw to it or whatever. He's one of the main characters, but it was actually like I found it for like, you or for her. <laughs> <laughs> well, mostly for her, obviously. But no, the gore, dude. They really went hardcore on the gore in this movie, and the story ends up really fucking dumb at the end of it, and that's why I think it didn't do well. But yeah. it's entertain. It's I, I, I'm gonna get shit for this. I know I'm gonna get shit for this, but I honestly found it more entertaining for me than the original. I'm not gonna say it's a better movie because the story ends up really. Dumb. I mean, I, I'd be like, you know, honestly, I don't know who would really give you shit for it because like the original was good. Like, I mean, I liked it, but like I said, I, I think it could have been left alone the way that it was yeah. and not not really making. But if you if you, it definitely lends itself to be updated. So if they updated it, I mean. it's... It's got, if you it's, thought that was better, like it felt more in line with like what they were going for originally. Yeah, and know. and dude, it's got it's got comedy in it. It's got it's got a bunch. It's it's a full on horror movie, and there's a, there's a bunch of nudity, and there's a bunch of really really gory deaths, and there's a bunch of black comedy in it. I had a good time watching. I know people shit on it, but I had a good time watching. It. And the only other one that uh, that I watched was uh, for that same reason we were going through those movies was a movie called Hospital Massacre, uh, mm. also known as X Ray. It's like seventies uh, or eighties. I think it's called Medicare. Dude, it's <laughs> yeah. It's today's uh, Medicaid. Today's uh, debate. Yes. Uh, healthcare, but no, it, it was a really it was an old ass slasher movie that was just weird as fuck, and I can barely even remember it now. But it was actually entertaining as shit because the killer was super fucking weird. 
but the, the movie was just really, it was super uber sexual, but like creepy uber sexual. I don't know if I'd even recommend checking it out. I don't know why I brought that one up because that was like two he massacred a hospital. He did, and it, it's basically it's it's a it's a slasher in a hospital, but it's fucking weird. Like it makes you feel gooey. After what does he you watch do? It. Does he put peanut butter on his penis and walk around? Touching? I got peanut butter on my pants. That's what I'm. That's one though. If you guys have seen Hospital Massacre or uh, X Ray, whichever one it's actually titled, let me know down below what you all thought. I thought it was weird as shit, but I can barely remember it for some reason. But yeah, that's all the shit I watched. Well, that's great, man. Yeah, that's Up cool. Top high. Five. Dad's gonna be pissed. Fuck it. That concludes our inaugural episode. We're done. We're done. We're done. Fucking done. Wow. So much time has passed. Damn. And I feel like all of it happened on my face. That was that was fun. That was the best ever. I had a good We're, time. We, we need to have some ticker tape at the bottom going. Yeah. It's like Mike and Jay are drunk at this point. <laughs> it's like uh, in in further development, Mike and Jay are drunk, dude. One day when we're rich. We're going to have a ticker tape. From winning the lottery, because we're sure as fuck not going to get it doing this I'm, channel. I, we're not drunk. By the way, we, we've been drinking water, root beer, and soda. I don't drink drugs. You guys are weird. Don't drink drugs. Snort it. I want to get a fucking pipe on each side of these to just shoot up confetti. Mm. Imagine, like, that's the end of the show. Dude. Fuck. Oh, he's dead, oh, though. Lord. We could get Rip Taylor to come out and just start throwing graffiti yeah, at us. died. But yes, Ted, I do not believe that we will get good instruments unless we can learn how to play. We got... Nintendo cartridges, blowing it. That's how it's done. That's how it's done. Don't you fucking. And then you it. put it in like this, and you put it in and you're like, yeah. Fuck. No, we're gonna we're gonna do this shit. It's gonna be fun as fuck. So make sure you guys subscribe. You click that bell. I hope you guys enjoy this. Let us know your all's thoughts on the show. What you'd like to see. This what you liked about it. What you didn't. And again, this is our first one, so we're just getting started. We're this, just getting used to. This it. is the Wham Bam show. I like Wham Bam. Stop saying Wham Bam all I like time. Wham Bam. Shit. Wham Bam. We're going to call We Watched the Movie Episode 1. No, it's not. Star Wars. We're going to fucking have a scrolling goddamn like Mike and Jay returning from a drunk out like had a new episode. No. We had a great time. And, and, and again, we've said this before. It's a perfect format for us to really enjoy like doing the videos. I mean, we enjoyed it always, but this really gets us back to our root poots. Yeah. And, uh, and it's going to get better. This is, this is our first one. Maybe. Yeah, this was terrible. I felt like it was a little awkward settling in, getting used to the couch. It's like Jay and Silent Bob in front of a new gas station. And you're like leaning back. And yeah. Yeah, uh, whatever. You know, a little bit of an awkward slow start, but I feel like we, we eased into it and it felt good. We hope you guys enjoyed it as yeah. much as we enjoyed making it. Thank you, Nicole. Uh, Nicole was one of our first ever Patreons. Hey, cool beans. She was the first top tier Patreon. We did the review for Red Eye for her. Right. Year, a couple years ago. I remember that. And uh, so it felt only right to have her be our first one. So we Patreon salute you. Um, Unfortunately, Nicole, we know your identity. Batgirl is not safe anymore. <laughs> but uh, We're going to put it out on the market. If you guys are interested in being the sponsor for one of these shows, click the link down below for our Patreon. We appreciate all you guys' Patreons. Next week, our Patreon sponsor is going to be Jay Collin. The great one. Jay Collin! Jay Collin. Holy shit. And his review is going to be Silent Rage. Damn. Chuck Norris. Oh. Silent Rage. Wow. That's a fart when that you no said, one can control. When you said Jay Cullen, I thought all of a sudden Eminem was going to appear from the floorboards like in the Oscars and start singing like... Full circle. You lose yourself. Come around. Mm -hmm. Put a quarter in. Jay fucking Cullen, man. We love your fucking faces and thank you guys for supporting us and enjoying this ride. We love your fucking faces. If you're new to the channel, click that subscribe button and get some what, Jay? Goddamn wham up in you. Woo! Fucking bitch. That scared me a little bit, but yeah. I'm kind of feeling it. Take it. You going? If I give you the funk, you going take it. I'm gonna take it and owns it. <laughs> I'm gonna own it. Puts it in my own hips. 
Now get the fuck off my channel and get the hell out of here. The VHS is done. And eject. We watched the movie. Yeah. We watched the movie. We watched it. We watched the movie. Yeah. You know what? We can review. We watched the movie. Right now, switch your family to T-Mobile and get four lines for $25 a line with AutoPay and 5G access included on America's largest 5G network. So don't wait. Get unlimited and nationwide 5G access for the whole family for just $25 a line. Visit a T-Mobile store or T-Mobile.com today. Plus taxes and fees. Customers may notice lower speeds and further reduction if using over 50 gigs a month due to data prioritization. Video at 480p. Unlimited while on our network. Qualifying credit and four plus lines required. Capable device required for 5G. Coverage not available in some areas. Some uses may require certain features. See T-Mobile.com.